Hey y'all, Josh here. Uh, before this podcast starts, I want to say that we've become part of the Pass the Hat initiative, which if you don't know, pairs content creators like us with families in Gaza with GoFundMes for evacuating families. We're happy to help support the family of Walla Amadala, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, consisting of eight doctors who have served in various medical sectors, including the Ministry of Health, Al-Shifta Hospital, Al-Awada Hospital, UNRWA Clinics, and Al-Quds Hospital. To quote their campaign, Today, after they have become exhausted by illness, starved by hunger, tired of staying up early slash late, and having little sleep intense in the cold and open air, today after the surgeon has lost his scalpel, the dentist lost his dental chair, and the orthopedist lost his surgical instruments, and the emergency doctor lost his stethoscope, and after the operating table got broken, my family has become a living representation of a sick science searching for a new hope. Even if you can only donate a dollar... All of us collectively donating could help get them closer to their goal of approximately $65,000, which they've already raised 11000 of. Please support them, and please support a free Palestine. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode. Go check out the link. Please donate if you can. I don't know how to start these podcasts. Hi, everyone. Oh, we're starting? Is that going to be the intro? That's Wait, the thing? No, no it not can't the be, it Jack can't White be, It can't be the bit. Jack White Vorbit. <laughs> no. What if that's the intro where we just mentioned that we did a Jack White Vorbit for like two minutes, <laughs> and then we cut to the podcast, and then you fuckers have to figure it out on your own <laughs> what that could have possibly been. It's like whispering into each other's ear uh, on a on camera on yeah. a TV show, and nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys tell your cat i said that's not even it's not even original but it's on anymore. your tv screen and see yeah. what your cat does hey alexa buy catnip what if our neighbors had fucking okay google buy 20 pounds of catnip <laughs> Hi everyone! Hey guys! Welcome to a podcast. podcast will we'll save this, this relationship. relationship. Every 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 day we got to do a shock emoji for the thumbnail. Got to And then I never use the shock emoji face. In the I'm thumbnail. gonna point at something. Oh shit! And then we're gonna put a fucking like red circle around it. Like pixelate a penis and like put it on the. <laughs> How do we click bait people? How, <laughs> click how bait is the people. best way to like get... A, like, find a mutilated penis photo and then, like, really pixelate it. Why am I it? fucking subject myself to that? Uh, Wait. Because you love it, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a, a structure for this We don't one. have a structure. We don't know this. Sarah, how are you doing today besides thinking about mutilated penises? I'm a little gassy. You're a little gassy? That's how you're feeling today? I'm a little gassy, guys. Yeah, so fair warning. There's fair be... warning. Some guy what said that do? I burped and that made me a man. Which, I mean, non-binary trans oh, men friends. Oh, sorry. Did I'm... you know that's all it took? That's <laughs> it. You don't have to go to get a surgery. Or like, you just gotta burp a little bit. You just gotta burp sometimes. That's what makes you a man. By the way, just despite this guy, my pronouns are he, him. 
Oh, yeah. And my pronouns are she, her. Which is not really out of spite. It's something we should be doing anyway. Yeah, it's true. Normalizing it. Yeah. A lot of pod- There's one podcast I listen to that does that, and I'm fine with copying every single thing they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the one but, good yeah. thing that came from that comment thread was, was we're going to do, do pronouns pronoun tracks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we already do it in our bios. It makes sense to. Yeah. We're the scum that has the scum of the earth. The scum, the fucking pronouns the in their bio. that <laughs> puts in, puts in the. Uh, the absolute liberal degenerates that have pronouns in their bio. Kids out of wedlock because they have their pronouns in their bio. bio. Don't say that. I'm fucking. I feel like I have a big food baby, and I'm like, don't curse me. All right, getting I won't. pregnant. All right. God, I'm sorry. I don't want to be pregnant. I don't want it. All right. I just ate a lot of food. Now I'm gassy because I have IBS. Just lie about your medical. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, you, okay, never but mind I haven't then. been diagnosed. I self-diagnosed myself. Yes, <laughs> you know, and that's you a, can even get like one of the cool ones, like depression. <laughs> <No>. or... <laughs> Can't even, I didn't even pick. Like, I didn't pick, pick like the one that, like you know, <laughs> I'm the furry where my furry uh, alter ego is an aardvark or something. <laughs> it's like something weird. I'm a spider. I'm self-diagnosed with stage one colon cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, how are you doing besides the gas today? Oh, I'm pretty all right. That's it? How about you? I'm doing good, too. How are you feeling about uh, almost graduating? Oh, yes. Thank you. That was the topic that I chose. That was the topic. Yeah, that's, that's what you, we talked about beforehand. Well, Josh, it all started when I was a little baby. A baby born on a Saturday at 7.02 a.m., Sorry, I gotta ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? I, did you did you choose the topic and then not know how to segue into it? <laughs> so I was born on a Saturday at seven o two a.m., which makes me a Libra. Um, uh, on September twenty seventh, which makes me a Libra sun, and then a Virgo the rising. This fucking podcast with some hippy dippy bullshit about. I will punch you, Gemini. <laughs> yeah, Gemini ass. Do it. <laughs> You know why I call us Gemini's, right? Because we got two sides. <laughs> Puts up the <laughs> Josh is a huge Gemini. Like, a lot. Like, a lot. But, like, not in the way where, you know, it's, like, really fucked up, you know? What's this called again? Astrology? That's what this is technically? Yeah. Astronomy. No, astronomy is the, the real know, one. <laughs> the real one that actually... <laughs> That we you can drive down to Daytona Beach at night and actually see <laughs> see and yeah. it be real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, but you know, Josh is a Gemini, and yeah, okay. not in the way where he'll just randomly one day say, "I'm leaving you because I've decided to," for no other reason other than I just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so just wanna, randomly just one thought cut to all the times on this podcast as a bit. I've walked away from the. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. You are a Gemini in that way, where you will do that, and then you will go sit on the couch and think about something else. And that's it. <laughs> that's, you just, like, you're a Gemini in that you have ADHD. Hell, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm also a Leo moon and a Virgo rising. And you're graduating, you're, you're getting an AA in college. Yeah. In December. And you wanted to talk about... I don't know why I wanted to talk about this. I'm just happy. I don't know. You're happy that you're you're graduating soon. Every after... class that I finish that that I every assignment for every class that I finish that gets me one step closer. Now I'm in that like, like end goal. Of yeah, like you're almost done with this, and 
Yeah. Then you get to go to a real college. and Yeah. Which and, I'm very excited about because I'm going to do art management. I know I, I probably asked you this and I can't think of a top of my head. So what is like what are, what is the art management type of stuff that you're doing? It's you know? basically just like a management degree, but it's mixed with an art degree because UCF does that bullshit. Where it's just like you're gonna be taking like art classes, like drawing, and mm-hmm. then also how to manage a business class. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which I think is great, honestly. I mean, yeah, I feel like you need a practical thing to go with, like, the the more hobbyistic type of thing, you know? Well, it makes me feel like, you know, if I were... I used to do music classes. I thought I was going to be, like, a bigwig musician person or even just, like, a educator in the classical music world of Orlando. Um, and how did that turn out? <laughs> I got I got fucking chewed up and spit out by the machine, man. But no, legitimately, yes, I did get chewed up and spit out by the machine. I relate to that yeah. for different reasons from the classical music world, but yeah. Right, it's just like I don't know. I I don't know if anybody in our audience is um a classical musician from Florida. <laughs> like not even from a different state from specifically Florida. You think Alabama has a better classical musician scene they, than Florida? probably have what florida has but on like a microscope you know what i mean okay that's fair it's basically it's probably just very uh clicky just in one city well yeah right that's probably what it is yeah Yeah, it's probably in the capital or something yeah unless alabama like orlando has a more popular city that isn't its capital yeah um that i don't know about but yeah the, the florida classical music scene i always wanted to be in it i did it for a long time i went to fsu for like two semesters because i really wanted to try to warm my way into the music degree even though i i failed the audition twice <laughs> <laughs> and then i um decided to go to valencia and do music which was a, the best decision i ever made because i met some of the best people ever and mm. that i'm friends with still to this day but lucky right (laughs) (laughs) that's very lucky but it also like made me realize how much i fucking hate it you know what i mean i get that yeah i think i only ever liked music when i was good at it and by that i mean when i was 12 (laughs) and i was a little bit better at it than other people than other 12 year olds but they were just being 12 year olds and they were also doing like soccer. Yeah. They, were, they had and, something else going on. They had a side hustle going on. Right. And the only thing I was doing was viola. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, that's what made me feel good about it was that I was just being good at something and making something. And then you, you grow up and you realize, Oh shit. This sucks balls. This sucks balls. <laughs> I don't everyone, like this. Everyone. <laughs> Yeah, has been training since they were five because their uh, uh, well, fashion store even. owner it's... mother <laughs> decided to put a piano in front of their face and was like, "Learn it." Well, no, not even that. Like sometimes that, but sometimes also like they legitimately have the exact same background as you, and they're just better. And they're just—it's just pure talent. Hmm. Yeah, and then you'd have to face that hard reality of. I can do this if I work very, very hard, which I don't want to do, or I'm going to go do something else that will make me happy. You know what I mean? I get that. And then you found that with art? Well, I found that with, like, 
rock and roll music and like electric guitar and stuff. I basically just started picking up other instruments because I was like, and just kind of seeing what you could do. Eh, can I be happy soon? <laughs> you know, and drawing and doing all these other different things and basically made myself like a jack of all trades. Um, and then I started getting into art and was like, oh shit. And to like, I tried to teach myself animation and all that stuff. And now I'm just like, I'm just vibing fam. <laughs> I'm just fucking vibing. Hell yeah. And I, it's weird because I feel like we don't tell teens, um, that college isn't about going and finding the thing that you want to do the rest of your life. Yeah, not really. Uh, I think that's a very, because uh, I think everyone's idea of a college is like a teenager is the very typical, like you go for a four year, yeah. you, you learn English or something, mm-hmm. and then you just work in an office for the rest of your life. When in reality, it's a lot more complicated than that. It's very much like... Or just like, what does your dream job, quote unquote, mean? You know, like when I thought of my dream job, I was taught that it was like, have it be your passion... And if it's your passion, then if you build it, then they will come and then you'll get money, you know? And, like, that is true to an extent, but, like... I mean, yeah, because there's a lot of luck in a lot of different job positions, especially, um... Well, not even that. Just, like, what kind of a job do I want? Nobody Mm. ever sat down and asked me, do you like skill-based work? Do you like, uh, you know, managerial, like, you know, do you want to be a manager of other people? Do you want to like do these? These are all the different types of jobs. You should go look at these and figure out what you want. Do you want to be a skill based person? Like, a you know, go to a trade school and learn a skill. Or do you want to like fucking, you know, be a professor or a teacher or something? Yeah. And I think a lot of those a lot of those things that you mentioned are are definitely not. Talk- I mean, I, I think I always think that, like, I was really lucky in the way that I grew up. Yeah, I think that those options were more at least talked about even though every person not every person but a lot of people i knew Mm -hmm. uh growing up still went that traditional route uh but at least they did stuff that i think they were happy with doing i think that's the difference yeah they had an opportunity to at least like um try to for uh, context i went to an art school oh yeah you went to a fancy schmancy art school it wasn't even that fancy it was a public but you had to audition to get in it's, that's fancy that's fancy yeah but then yeah. they would still complain about not having any money because of course you know, my phone dropped it's fine okay but I was like, what the fuck everything on the set breaks it's whatever it's fine yeah true but uh what is it i i think one of my point is that like i we all had this opportunity growing up to be like here's a skill that you could learn um unless it was banned <laughs> or something you know like something no, even banned. No, yeah i think yeah. like you, yeah but i mean like uh, like a lot more there was at least like you were around people that were learning a lot of practical stuff. Like people, we had a whole tech program and people there was at least learning stagehand oh, stuff, yeah. uh, how to do. And most of those people that I know that were doing um, that are mm-hmm. still doing um, a lot of stage work mm-hmm. uh, today, which is good. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And um, what else? Like, uh, like this practical skills you learn from that, like carpentry and shit. You as know? far as I know, I didn't have shit like that at my high school. It might have been something in the drama department that like there was a a specific class that you could join that only had like two people in it but like it was for me it was difficult to even get into the drama department have i ever told you this story i don't think so no okay so i took drama one and i had a bunch of friends in that class and that class sucked so bad a bunch of people around me were like 
just, you know, like super public school cutting up and everybody was loud because it was drama class. Like you're going to get an A, like fuck it, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're not doing anything special. You sit around and watch movies pretty much. And so fucking that's basically what we did. And the teacher would get so mad at all of us, like just the worst, absolutely just screaming at us because he was also not the best no yeah i can not, i can probably tell yeah. he was a he was a hothead but he was like five feet tall <laughs> hell yeah one time so one a drama of, teacher. <laughs> he was a drama teacher he was really funny he was on a burn notice i showed you yeah. yeah he had the fucking the pink zip tie handcuffs and it was thrown in a dumpster or in the back of a car or something <laughs> And he like loved that he was in there. Oh yeah, because you get, you get one thing and you hold on to it for the, yeah. the rest of your life. And you he know? was in a movie called uh, South Beach Dreams, which we all found out and then like roasted him about it. That's <laughs> what you do, though. I mean, let's be honest here. I think uh, it's so funny. I loved. God. I just. I. He was so terrifying as an anxiety ridden child. However, he was just like it was so funny. His personality was so funny and dramatic. Which, I mean, you know, he's a drama teacher. That's good. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) You need to have that to be a drama teacher, I feel like. He was just, like, the worst, though, fam. Like, he... (laughs) So, this is what happened. I I went through drama one, and then I signed up for drama two, because I didn't know what else to fucking do. But I... I, it. It was, like, the worst experience through drama one. (laughs) I had fun, because I was a kid, and we were cutting up, but, like, for sure... For sure... He, like, was not having a good time. <laughs> and <laughs> I was always, I had a little bit of an inkling in my mind, like, does he hate me? He might have just grouped me in with all these other kids and just now he hates me because I have anxiety. And if I think that somebody is mad at somebody next to me, I'm going to be like, they think that of me, too. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so I go to the, pick up my classes and my guidance counselor says to me, oh, that's weird. You were taken off of that class. And I was like, why? And he goes, oh, your drama teacher sent out a list of kids he doesn't want taking this class. And you're on the list. Wow, dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, just go talk to him. He's fine. Oh, he's fine? Yeah, after, like, it's whatever. Probably because he- he's nice to them or something. And they didn't realize that he was kind of shitty to the kids. Wait, so- how do you not make that connection, though? <laughs> That you you put out a whole list of fucking like I don't want these fucking cocksuckers. I want these, in these fucking kids in my class. In my goddamn class, they don't take this shit seriously. <laughs> so fucking get them the fuck out of here if they if they if they dare dareth cometh and try and quote Shakespeare to me. <laughs> so then I go and I walk to this class, and this is all from my point of view. I'm positive that both of these dudes were adults who were overworked. And underpaid and yes, not dealing sure. with children's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And I know that that's what it was, but I was just this poor, fat, anxious child who was ping-ponged through this by two grown-ass aggressive men just trying to make it in the world. Fucking and it's so funny to me now, and I don't blame them at all for any of this, but it's so funny. So then I go up to the fucking thing and I knock on the door and he's there after school with like a club or something. Yeah. And he opens the door and he goes, what? <laughs> now you're going to take this seriously. Now you're going to. That's what it felt like. It felt like he had a personal vendetta against me, which I was like the most of a wallflower back in high school. I was the worst. I was just like, 
you know, my friends would be shitty and then I would talk with them. So I would be a part of it. But like most of the time I would be like, okay, you know, I'll do my work, (laughs) sir. Uh, But like, (laughs) so then I was like, hey, so the fucking guy said that I I wasn't in the class, but I signed up for the class. So I don't know what's going on. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're not in the class. Slammed the door. Yes, he slammed the door in my face. Yeah, I do remember the story now. (laughs) And I was like, and I didn't even want to be in drama too that badly, but But, just the fact that I couldn't be was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) no, I get that. So I went back to the guy and was like, yeah, he said I couldn't be in the class, and he's like, what? Why? And I go, I don't know. (laughs) I just want to take. So then I ended up taking. 2D animation. That's kind of an upgrade. Animation one, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it was kind of an upgrade. It was it's pretty, a pretty dope. good upgrade. I skipped actually. the fuck out of that class because all it was was Disney history for like the first oh, semester. Oh, fucking of course it was. God, you're telling me a Florida, a Florida high school focused on. Did you know Disney? it was only nine years between uh, <laughs> Steamboat Willie, the first uh, Mickey cartoon, and Snow White? Really? Yeah. Did you know that boyhood took 12 years to make? That was the only <laughs> thing that I learned from that class and also Photoshop. Well, at least you learned Photoshop, Which yeah. is like, you know. I will say, I do remember, I I um I took uh, drama classes in middle school. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, um, that was probably one of the dumbest decisions I've ever yeah, made. Yeah, it was pretty and, dumb. Yeah. Unless like, it's going to be like your thing. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, like I don't know, I definitely, um, I, part of the reason why I, I did um, uh, drama classes, my sisters did drama classes in high school. Yeah. And you know, as, as a young, young kid yeah, with siblings, you're like, you want to do what your, your si- older siblings do. Cause like, oh yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. what they do. Yeah. And like, they did like a lot of good stuff. Uh, I remember, mm. like, I remember going to their plays and I was like, yeah, these are, these are good. That's cool. You know? Yeah. They had a, a much better a drama program than the high school I would go to. I actually kind really? of believe. Wow. Yeah. First of all, okay. Ah, oh, God. Like the, they're. I think they had a newer building. First of all, for to do theater in, and mm. I think it was it was like wider, and I think it had probably about the same capacity, if mm. maybe slightly less. But like, it definitely felt more uh, modern in that sense. Mm. I mean, not, don't get me wrong. The high school I went to, despite you know being the hell on earth for <laughs> yeah uh, all its uh, all its bullshit. Um. Uh, it was definitely like we tried to do what we could with what the materials we had yeah and we had a really good robust like stage system that i had a chance to do uh, mess around with it uh that being said um i'm gonna this is gonna be uh uh, this is a roast this is gonna be a roast Uh, first of all everyone in what we were gonna talk about before let's just talk about our high school drama classes okay yeah high school hell yeah i never i didn't take high school drama classes uh and that's why i'm high school whatever cool and based that's true that is true um everyone in that drama class sucked uh so i don't know i mean i'm sorry like i listen i back then at least you know we don't know back then at least i don't know about now Probably still assholes. I don't fucking. Who knows? Yeah, most of them, the rapists were. At least. Yeah, Josh went to a high school apparently that hell of with rapists. Just apparently chalk brim with Who rapists. Thought putting a bunch of psychopathic artists together would be, would uh, it would just not cultivate a culture of toxic masculinity. And that shit was fucking crazy, man. Yeah, dude, this happened like a year ago when this all came out. I think we did talk about it. Yeah, uh, like somebody was like being sued for libel for outing somebody as a rapist, which is like crazy to or me. Or at the very least, uh, alleged sexual assaulter. You yeah, know? yeah, but like, damn. Everything I'm saying is alleged. And yeah, everything's <laughs> alleged. 
Well, we're not even saying any names. Yeah, we're not even saying any. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I don't, it was really it's a it's a fun experience. Uh, going waking up one day and just seeing Twitter. You know. Yeah, that's super fun. Blow up. <laughs> Just absolutely, like, you know, if somebody, like, hashtagged my high school and there was a big blow up of my high school hashtag, I didn't even do anything bad. I would have a heart attack, I think. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, what no. Happened? What, what happened? What happened? Don't, uh, like, burn down the fucking school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pin it on you. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's interesting, though, that you're saying that, like, your older sisters uh, had a better drama program. Than the uh, than school that was meant to have. Uh, oh, okay. I, uh, well, because I also similarly had a experience like that, where my brothers, my brothers are ten years older than me, and when I was at in elementary school in Atlanta before I moved down to Orlando, they went to a high school that had like a fucking. I mean, I'm not sure if they, it actually does, but from my eight year old to ten year old point of view, it had like a dope ass fucking arts program like music and arts program and my hmm. brothers were like super into well my, uh one of my brothers was into um the music part of it so then we would go and see like plays and stuff and musicals and concerts and things like all the time yeah um and i just remember fucking <laughs> they had one performance of like lame is that was so impactful to me, as like an eight-year-old, <laughs> I I totally get that actually. That when it came around to like Lamez coming out again and me seeing it, I had like a physical reaction. <laughs> Even though the movie was trash, like the the oh, movie yeah, apparently no, yeah. was like the worst version of the musical, but it was the first time I had ever seen it. Zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but like I saw it and I had like a fucking spiritual experience i feel that and i think um a lot of the reason why i wanted to do drama i think they did yeah. productions of if i'm not mistaken i believe sweeney todd oh yeah and That's nice. little shop of horrors fuck yeah dude and i really did enjoy it i don't know maybe little shop of horrors was done at the high school or maybe it was done at, that i went to or it was at both i don't remember but like as a kid that was like a lot of stuff yeah and i went to uh my my middle school drama class yeah uh and to and some other context a lot of the people that were in that middle school uh drama class went to the same high school i did albeit i didn't go i tried to uh, I was going to audition for drama, yeah. um, and then I, out of sheer laziness, did not want to memorize a fucking monologue, <laughs> so I bet it all on writing and won, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, sometimes you don't need a backup when you're just that fucking based in Red Pill, you know? That's so funny. So, Holy <laughs> shit. No, but, like, I, I never really connected with a lot of the people in that drama class. I, I don't, because, like... kind of same, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, I, I feel like um, I, I... What is it? There, I never really had a chance to connect with a lot of people, because in between... Even though I went to the same middle school in 6th and 8th grade, yeah. in 7th grade I, I was homeschooled, so I, I just had a whole oh, year yeah. fucking gone. And because, you know, I wanted to just not, I just wanted to stay at home. You know? oh, <laughs> like well, I was, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I did that. Especially, and, um, like, 7th grade is, like, the worst year. Yeah, and I fucking missed out on all that bullshit. Yeah, good. And then went back in 8th grade, did drama, everything was changed, there was a new teacher, it was, it was <laughs> oh, fucking... Fuck. So and then, and then everyone worse. still knew each other, and I never like felt like I could or should make an effort to know any of these people. Mm -hmm. And like I don't know, I just don't remember much about that class because it had so little of an impact. Other than I, I remember pivotal moments where like I tried to do something and then immediately got embarrassed by it. Or what a like fucking mood. Yeah, there was yeah. Um, so there was this one time uh, in eighth grade. There was supposed to be like a directing. Um, 
uh, what is it thing mm-hmm. and in, uh we all there was a t- we were all supposed to like direct our own scenes or whatever yeah and I, that seemed like something i could actually do as opposed to act and try and do improv and try to do all this shit yeah. ironically now i can do improv because i've i've we just we well, just talk we've been doing this for three years yeah we were <laughs> shitty in the beginning and now uh, we've we been... were hella shitty if you guys are yeah, wondering we are. why we're at episode 97 and you can't get to episode one through 32 or something like that it's because we sucked ass we sucked horrible ass and i said a bunch <laughs> of shit that i do not believe in anymore <laughs> yeah me too and i've learned, gone I'm from the internet to, yeah, I, yeah i tried to get off of it i apologize for things i've said in the past and i'm apologizing th- that same uh, actually that, yeah, yeah the fucking god awful things yeah we're both leftist socialists now so yeah we were dumb edgy liberals when we started yeah, doing we this podcast <laughs> and now we're here dumbass trying to yeah exactly yeah oh but yeah, no, like, um, uh, I, uh, I, there was a directing thing and I was one of like five people selected to do a directing thing, mm-hmm. but I wanted to write because I was, I've been writing for a little bit. Yeah. So I wrote my own shitty fucking play. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it, it was the worst, like Fuck it was yeah. the worst one of any, like anything that anyone did. I remember it was supposed to like take place in a bar, but because I was an eighth grader, yeah. I couldn't make it about a bar. I just, I think I started watching Cheers, so I just wanted to copy Cheers. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, and like I literally like I fucking <laughs> Cheers. So then I wrote this play, and I at this time I didn't know how to write a script. Right, so right. what I did, I remember. So in in screenwriting, uh, at least in screenwriting, what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're supposed to put the action on its own line. Oh, you didn't do that? I put it in the parentheses before every character's name. Oh, no. It was the fucking worst. And then it, it was just bombed. Parentheticals? Yeah. yeah, it was just a bunch of parentheticals. <laughs> That's and funny. Yeah, no, it, it went badly, and I went and got Wendy's afterwards, because that was the thing that would cheer me up. And then I just stopped. <laughs> Why is it always there. Wendy's? This always one these. You gotta go get frosty. You know, for you some reason, go get you gotta frosty. get a fucking frosty. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you know that didn't get me any friendship points of anybody. So <laughs> I get that. And then I, uh, I uh, left drama and pursued writing and uh, made friends just to burn those bridges too. Hell yeah, dude. And that's why I'm here today. You gotta cut some throats. To- <laughs> you gotta cut some throats to get the goat. It's just business. It's just business, baby. Sniper no. business. Go to Wise Kids. You know that's the reference I'm trying to make. <laughs> Yeah. Sniper business. No, yeah, no. I wish I, I wish I didn't burn as many bridges as I did. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> Can I finish the second part of my layman yes, story? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, no. I, I pay you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Did I interrupt you, sir? <laughs> oh yeah. No. I'm no. no you're I'm not, sorry, I'm Josh. Why don't you just monologue for the rest of this episode, and I'll just shut up like the good little girl that I am parenthetical sarah starts to get really mad as josh takes a sip of coffee <laughs> sarah's line now you better not open your mouth again because i'm the one dominating this podcast wow yeah wow i'm hashtag <laughs> dominatrix much do you think you can be a dominatrix and get paid for just dominating a sentence yes <laughs> uh, for sure right i want to do that if you go to buy me a coffee <laughs> <laughs> i'll make a cameo <laughs> Make a cameo, and then Sarah will... Okay, if you're... I'll if talk you're, to you like we're talking, and then I'll interrupt you. And you're like, hey, how's your day? Sarah, I got some bad oh, news. Oh, you know what happened to me? I got some <laughs> real bad news. Like, yeah. That's not a cameo. That is an OnlyFans thing. You're going to... I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. You think I won't? All I have to do is talk? Sarah's 0.01% of all OnlyFans creators because she talks over you while you try to... Hell yeah. 
But no, so my lame is story. Oh yeah, your lame is story. You fucking bastard did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking so when I was like eight, I saw this version of lame is in Atlanta at this beautiful theater hmm. done by high schoolers who were very talented. I remember like so talented that they got an eight year old to go look in the program at their names. Wow. Like I was so into it. I don't know why. I was just a little girl that was like really like hell yeah. I just adored it. So then fucking I moved to Orlando. Everything's 10 times as shitty, 10 times shittier than what I thought I was going to get <laughs> in Atlanta. And I move here and I'm like I can't wait to like start doing music or like, you know, something and I start doing music and it's terrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> and fucking <laughs> I get to a point in high school where I'm like going really hard at music, like really, really fucking hard. I'm like going to Allstate and um, doing all this shit. And then <laughs> my high school decides a year after the 2012 movie. No, it was a year after two Three years after the 2012 Les Mis movie came out. It was okay. my junior year of high school. Three years after it came out. My high school decides to put on a production of Les Mis. I think every high school decided to do that because I vaguely yeah, remember. In the wake of the Les Mis movie because everybody was obsessed no, with it. No, I just remember everyone sucking the dick of it. I don't think anyone actually went and produced it at any of the high schools I went to, but continue. Yeah, well, okay. So then my high school is going to do like their big spring production spring musical is gonna be Les Mis. Okay. And so I like piss my fucking pants <laughs> because I'm at this point I'm deep into my obsession with Les Mis. Yeah like it's about time to. It's like my life I'm like I go home and I sing every song to myself oh, in the kitchen I get it though <laughs> dude I, I don't want to go on it's another tangent but I remember yeah. that the culture at the time in the drama program everyone yeah. was just sucking and then throating the cock is so hard mm -hmm. mainly the one reason and I remember now I think this is the dumbest reason I could ever imagine because they all did it they sang the songs while they were recording the movie <laughs> yeah that was I mean it was pretty cool it is pretty cool but also like doing a studio you know I mean no it was, I, I mean like to get the quality that they got I they lucked out. I feel like I feel like when it comes to like recording on a on a, a studio stage, it seems mm. like it would be easy. But from my film experiences, it is a bit of a risk. I feel like. Oh to, yeah, absolutely. Uh, do it and to but, have like a live orchestra playing in the background. Yeah, fucking awesome. I mean, it's crazy. It's it like is crazy. Yeah, it's basically it's like drama nerds Birdman. Yeah, that's, that's what fair. it is. That's fair. Where it's just like, oh shit, this is so cool. And then nobody cares about it five years later. You know? Yeah. I, but yeah, then sometimes true. people will bring it up and be like, that's really cool. And then they'll say like some fucking shitty opinion like Javert doesn't sing well. <laughs> he does sing well. He doesn't. He doesn't really sing well. I just wow. thought he was hot because he's Russell Crowe. I think <laughs> I, yeah, I guess my point was gonna be that it, it was a risk that didn't really help much more other than I thought I hype. thought it created some shit it did okay i don't well, remember as well i'm just kind of trying to remember as much as i can while talking about it you got so. a lot of like um ambient sound that i think you normally wouldn't get from a very polished studio yeah like in fair. the barricade they had like fucking fire going on in the background and like people clanking and the extras doing like you know it's like super nice and it's something that like just didn't require a lot of 
Um, you know, you could do that with sound design also, but like, yeah, I, it's just, it was very real. Okay. Which was the point of it. And that's fair. Yeah. I guess that, that makes sense. I, I just remember, I, I feel like in hindsight, it feels like hmm. it, it is a cool thing, but I feel like it got blown up to such a proportion Absolutely that it overshadowed it the rest of yeah. the, uh, the, the flaws, not even the flaws. I don't remember having any real issues with the movie, but I think it was moderately good. It just wasn't like as good as musical was, performances of it or old movie versions of it okay yeah um so then people that were upset with it were like people that didn't understand that it was supposed to be a musical and went to go see it because hugh jackman and russell crowe were in it and then we're like why are they fucking singing they fucking singing why are they singing the whole time why are they not why is why is wolverine not wearing the wolverine clothes <laughs> It's pretty funny. There's, oh, yeah. I would love to watch that movie again because it's so fucking funny. And I think we are, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we like, back next week with a lame is review. But yeah, you're so here in Orlando. I'm here in Orlando. I'm in my fucking prime. I'm in my fucking musical prime. Musical prime, ready to slash some musical puss. <laughs> ready to slash that musical puss. <laughs> and I'm out there, and somebody goes, "Oh, hey, we're gonna do a lame is thing." And one of my friends is like, "I'm thinking of auditioning for it." And I'm like, "I'm not in drama. I'm not allowed to be in drama because this is after that situation. I'm not in chorus. I have never sung in front of." anyone before in my life and something got into my ass that made me say i'm gonna go audition for this musical so i go and i do everybody there is like learning their lines and practicing really hard and i'm like i'm just gonna go in there and do the thing that i do in my kitchen where i sing every fucking song from memory because i know all the words to this entire musical and I'm sitting around and I choose a boy's part, which like should have known I was gay back then. Should have known. Some red flags. <laughs> some red some 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 red maybe you weren't as straight as you thought you were. I should have known I was a little gay back then. I didn't know that. But I was like, I'm gonna sing uh Marius's part when he's like upset that uh uh whatever her fucking name is, the girl yeah, isn't there. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, it's all the same. It's all the same. Cosette. Uh, Cosette is her name. Yeah. Bowsette. Yeah. Cosette <laughs> from Les Mis is the original Bowsette. Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> so I go okay. in and I swear to from the previous, it's the same guy. It's the same teacher who shoved the door on me. And it's been like a year and a half since that happened. And you come back with your fucking... Your, I come your... back with a song in my heart. And I walk into this audition space. And I walk in and all of the walls are black. Oh, and black box theater <laughs> They turned thing. into a black box theater. I didn't know what that was. So I felt like I was walking into hell. I get it. The first <laughs> time, if you go into a black box theater, and you, you haven't ever done that before. It's, it's uh, terrifying. Yes, it's it absolutely is. terrifying. So I walk in and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? I'm 15, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> I turn around and this little man is sitting there at his desk, like this. He's ready with his He's... arms, wearing a suit, wearing like a devil's suit with like a red tie. Oh, I'm gonna button up my shirt. I'm gonna be the man. <laughs> I'm gonna be the. And I sit there and I and he goes, how are you doing? And I'm doing good. And the guy before me, his last name was cancel and he didn't show up. So then he goes and this is a lesson to all actors out there 
were doing auditions from me when I was 15 and <laughs> got an audition. Uh, fucking, he goes, have you heard of the previous guy, uh, blank cancel? And I go, oh yeah, I know him. He, he goes, have you seen him around? He didn't show up. And I was like, oh yeah, he canceled. That's what I said. And he thought that was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Points. That was so funny. Points, Sarah. Points. I already points. got points. points. I already got points. Bars. Points. And he goes, okay, so what are you going to sing for me? So they say my part and he's like weirded out because it's a boy's part, but I'm like, whatever. It's fine. It's okay. So I sit there and I sing my part and it was probably like mediocre. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was I, whatever. I don't know. I was 15. It didn't matter. I did not practice for this. And then he goes, uh, okay. He goes, Cool. <laughs> points points rule number one if your director was... just says cool yeah you're in straight to the fucking moon baby so i thought i was fucking dead i thought i was dead i thought i was like i'm never gonna get into this then i had to cool. wait three days to get my shit i was the last one on the list you were just cool enough i was just cool enough <laughs> it was the joke that put me over the edge yeah, man. It literally is and the entire time we practiced for this thing, I kept walking around and people would be like, where are you from? And I would be like, nowhere. <laughs> you don't know me I'm from anywhere, ghost. bitch. I'm a fucking ghost. It was amazing. It was I amazing. It. Oh, God. That's awesome, man. And that's the only musical I'll ever be on. <laughs> that's I get that. the only one I'm never doing that again. It was fun, but it was too much work. <laughs> so yeah. if you're ever like, oh, my God, I love this musical... Um, I'm, but you don't think of yourself as a professional singer and something in your local area is doing auditions. Do it. Crack a joke. Fucking do it. Just show Crack up and do joke. it and just sing at them and just fucking just be like, uh, yeah, whatever. They might fucking put you on and you might have a great experience. Exactly. <laughs> that shit was amazing though. And it was the worst. I was like a farmer. <laughs> I like did nothing. Hell yeah. It was absolutely nothing. I was just in the chorus and everything. And it was just oh my god. <laughs> god. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. It was so funny. I was like an apple seller in one thing and the little kid that plays Gavrash was supposed to come over and steal an apple. And my one thing I was supposed to do was not look at him. And one time during a performance I looked at him and then said fuck. <laughs> like looked into the audience <laughs> and then you hold for applause because you did it you did it you, you cracked the code it was so funny ah shit <laughs> you stole my fucking apples you aced it so you I did, did it. I did. you aced it I did and if you want to know what I was like during high school that's it <laughs> That's God. so pure me. Absolutely. <laughs> Lame is, but it's just a bunch of fucking... <laughs> bunch just a of bunch kids. of fuck-ups all around. <laughs> just a bunch of fuck-ups. <laughs> ah, oh, shit, that guy fell off the bridge and now he's on the water. Yeah, I think he killed himself. I gotta find this fucking prisoner. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta... Oh. Fucking <laughs> really broke you, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my god. 
That was the most fun I ever fucking had. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> so funny. God damn. <laughs> Thank fuck. I don't know why. <laughs> Just like to a bunch of adults. A bunch of adults. And I'm 15. A 15 year old. <laughs> it's in like a shitty. The Rage Les Against Mis. the Machine start playing right afterwards. Just fucking. <laughs> Just like, oh fuck. <laughs> that fucking apple got stolen. <laughs> Fake apples. <laughs> fake apples. A little shithead came in. Yeah. God. <sighs> so funny, man. God. Holy shit. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. No, I'm just saying fucking general now. I don't even I got I don't know where to go from there. How do we top that, Sarah? I don't know. How do we Probably top Reddit posts, you know what I'm saying? After a quick break. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Support for a podcast will save this is brought to you by Manscaped. The best. The best in men's below waist grooming. If you use code APWSTR at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order and free shipping. Uh, we didn't talk about this as much last time, but uh, we've actually had a chance recently to use the um, nose hair and ear hair trimmer. Yeah. Which has actually saved me a lot of grief. I had like a weird thing with my nose where I was having too much mucus. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Gross subject. But uh, <laughs> I mean, actually getting the, the flipping hairs out of there. Has actually helped you out a little bit? A lot, actually. Yeah. I stopped like almost immediately stopped having that. Now I'm not, you know, guaranteeing that that will happen to you. But it it's worked for you. Pretty good. Yeah. Honestly. Have you used it for your uh, ears too, by chance? Yes, I, I know have. you've had a bunch of uh, issues with I also your wax. Have, yeah. Yeah. I'm just constantly secreting <laughs> um, liquids. But yeah. yeah, so I have used that for my ears, and that's also helped me with that too. Yeah. And hopefully it'll help you guys too. And hopefully yeah. you guys have a chance to actually use it along with the other uh, products that they offer, like the uh, tremor as well. Yeah. Go on over to manscaped.com and use code APWSTR for 20% off your order as well as free shipping. That's code APWSTR, and you'll get 20% off your order and get free shipping. Manscaped, the best jewels for your family jewels. We're back. We're not yet. Hold on, wait. Never mind, we're not back. We are back, but I mean, you know, it's it's like I'm late. It's like I'm, instead of like, you know, doing the lights first and then saying we're back. Yeah. Why not admit that I'm a fucking idiot that doesn't know how to try and Just read the Reddit post, Josh. (laughs) All right, so... Okay. I'm going to see which one's the the shorter one. I want to start off light. You All know? right, so for this, guys, if you see me zone the fuck out, it's because I'm really trying oh, not to interrupt. Fuck. Were they all taken down? One was, but I got it screenshotted, so okay, we're going to go to it. All right, so the one I'm about to read to you has been removed by a mod. Ooh! This a moderator took it down. I want to see if the comments are still up. I hope they are. Y'all motherfuckers bitched about me interrupting, so now I'm just going to zone out. Yeah. Wow. And I want to I want to know, by the way, before I post this, the comments that are still up are roasting this guy. Okay, good. Uh so you know, I mean, I want you guys to go in like a fair opinion, but like I mean, just so you guys know. Yeah. You know. Alright, I get my gallery open up real quick. Cause I have to go I go to the fucking screenshot. (laughs) I think I I did that. I for some reason I just feel like sometimes you can just tell when like it's about to be fucking taken down. True. All right. All right, yeah. I can't read this. Thank God. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. This is the title. Okay. <laughs> Lay it on me, baby. From Reddit, mm-hmm. new r slash relationships. Yeah. I am going to marry the person I cheated on. 
God, what's this one? Reading it that way really makes it seem like I am determined to still marry this <laughs> That's woman. That's what I thought, yeah. After I've cheated on her. When you said that to me the first time, I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. W- weird flex, but okay. Okay, so I, 19 male, oh. cheated on my girlfriend, 19 female, I've known for four years now, dated for three, so I didn't date her all four years. <laughs> and the person I cheated on her with for three weeks. No age on the person that she uh, uh, he cheated on her with. 12 years old. 12 years old. I was surprised how easy I was to seduce and even more surprised what little I did for it to happen. I never thought I was attractive enough to be chased, especially by someone much att- much more attractive than my girlfriend. Like a 12 year old? <laughs> God, this guy's a human honor actually. <laughs> Already, I just want to make a point. Uh, sorry, Josh, to interrupt you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Every time you do that, I'm just going to post on the screen the comment. <laughs> the comment, yeah. God. But no, to interrupt you, too young to get married. Yeah, no, I agree. Too young to get married. I'm going to be your elderly Italian grandma and tell you it's too young to get married. You got to get out there and smash more puss, get more dick. I will say, all things considered, considering where my next post is going to go, at least your age gap is right. <laughs> Congrats. You did Oof. it. Oof. You did it. Big you did it, guys. <sighs> Part of me wonders if this post is bait, by the way, just real quick, because uh, some of this is kind of... The little amount of respect I have for my girlfriend hopes she never deals with the pain she would get from finding this out. I feel like this hole I made can be covered up in a nice and unnoticeable way as long as I am not stupid about it. But I honestly hope I get caught if it means I'll be the one to suffer more. I... Huh? What? (laughs) Hold on. If reading this post makes you angry, then I would very much like for you to know I am feeling awful. I deserve every little mishap and every major issue from now on in my life. I deserve feeling mad the girl that I cheated with just used me for sex. I deserve everything the comments below will say, but she doesn't deserve to know this. She doesn't deserve going through a traumatic event like this. She doesn't deserve knowing the person who got her through her eating disorder, depression, and self-harm activities all of a sudden betrayed her for so little. The worst part is when she texts me pictures of herself looking like the most innocent girl in the world. (sighs) I love her. Even though I know all of you disagree, I will still plan to marry her, raise her kids, and build an amazing life. But the thing I want the most is for her to break up with me, to meet a better man, and live the greatest life without her knowing I cheated on her at all. TLDR, cheat on girlfriend, still want to be with her without her knowing. Please tell me what you think. Why are men? Why, Why are, are men? men? Why are men? Why, Why are men? Why are men? What is wrong with this guy? I don't fucking There's know. There's something like, listen, and Can like... Can we talk about the inconsistencies in the post where he, he starts <laughs> off... Well, no. You know what? No. Because first off, I want to say there's something evil with this fucking kid. There's oh no, for like, sure, 100%. I want to give the benefit of the doubt to 19-year-olds. I want to be like, yeah, you're stupid. We was all stupid. It was okay. But nobody was like ever... I never did anything. I feel like I was intentionally going to hurt somebody and intentionally going to continue to hurt somebody and continue to lie. Like, I never wanted to commit myself to that. You know what I mean? I, you know, I 100% agree. Of course yeah, not. I get it. And yeah. then to manipulate a bunch of strangers on the internet into being like, here's Aww. how you fix all of this. I feel really bad for you. Here's how you, here's how you uh, continue to 
live with the knowledge and lie until the rest of your life. Like, are you asking for men who cheat and lie to give you here's tips? The, here's the here's how you get a second phone. Here's yeah. how you get a get a second phone. Get the app on your phone that looks like get, a calculator, but is actually Snapchat. <laughs> if you're gonna do it right, do it right. Yeah, you like know? do it actually right. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> I love seeing that when ladies are like, ladies, check the calculator app on his phone. And it's like, this is why men think we're crazy. It's because they fuck around on no, yeah, us. They're the, men are the crazy ones because they're the ones doing this they're shit. The, they're the ones that will go to every length for just like some pussy. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna. I, I know, I know. My my girlfriend leaves for work at nine a.m. on the dot. So at nine o five, I'm out the door. I'm on. Am I on? Am I on, I'm on the i ninety ninety seven going all the way up to. <laughs> all the way up to. I love the stance that you have because you look like you're out the door right now. Because <laughs> I, I planned this out, like, cutting. <laughs> I saw I saw Mission Impossible, and I was like, "What if I use that to cheat?" So I. There's a there's a spoken word poem that I love that's about like um. Um, New Jersey women and how they, um, even when they have sons, are more looking out for other women, like you know, to a comedic extent. But it's it's very emotional. It's one of my favorite. Um, it's one of my favorite spoken word poems because it includes uh, you know, these women will sit their sons down and say, "Listen, I made you, and I will take you out of this world if you ever." <laughs> make a woman feel even moderately uncomfortable and that's what this kid needs he needs oh, yeah, a, for sure either his mom or stranger anyone to just be like uh, met- metaphorically slap him upside the head because of course abuse is never the answer but like just to be <laughs> like you need to stop whatever you're doing you need a moral reset you need everything yeah. To just stop. You need therapy. You need this. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, I don't know what, like, like Manosphere ass fucking took you in, put you into this fucking, like... Because, like, uh, the thing that really pissed me off the first time I read it was, like, I need to talk about this. I was surprised how easy I was to seduce and even more surprised what little I did for it to happen. Like, that's a surprising <laughs> amount of mental gymnastics to get away from. I cheated on my girlfriend. You know what I'm I mean? I'm surprised how easy it was for them to get me. They got they got me. Right. Okay, so Josh, as a man in a relationship, yeah, do you think it would be easy to cheat for oh, you? Fucking not. No. Like, <laughs> like I mean, like, like thinking about it, like the 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 part of like like the cheating, the part of cheating that's the worst is after you're done cheating and having to live with it, and then not tell the other person that you're supposed to trust, uh, and they're supposed to trust you. You know, right? And that's why you don't. Go out and cheat because you know it's going to hurt someone. Yes. And you should know that regardless of like how someone just goes up to you and asks you if you want your dick to get sucked. Would you like to have sex now? Would you like to have sex right now? Yeah. What do you mean by it's easy? You know, what do you mean by it's easy? You know, and then like to say what little respect I have for my girlfriend. And also to say that like the person that you cheated on was more attractive than your girlfriend. That yeah, he does say that. Yeah, he yeah exactly. Wow. I just realized that. Yeah, no, yeah. The line the the line here uh, is what uh, I never thought that I was attractive enough to be chased, especially by someone more attractive than my girlfriend. 
how do you put that in and then be like, but I feel I really bad about that. it. That was like, that was just trauma for me. I blacked yeah. out. <laughs> that was, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, wow. And like, I don't, it, it just feels like, and I guess one of the reasons why I like looking at Reddit posts is pointing out that this is a systemic problem because yeah. all these pro if there's one thing I need every fucking person listening to this yeah. to understand right now. Yeah. I will stop doing Reddit posts once society progresses to such a degree that we don't have to. Like we, yeah, we need to. This is your this grammar is, sucks, but instead of grammar, it's about misogyny. It's, it's about misogyny, yeah, yeah, or whatever issue we decide to talk about. Yeah, it's just you know we look at relationships, and it comes out more often than anything that a lot of misogynistic yeah. people go to Reddit, yeah, because that's where they feel fucking safe to do it, and that's where a lot of the commenters like. We go to contra. Well, I go to controversial I'll today. I'll go to new. Yeah, he'll go to new. Um, but like a lot of the commenters are giving really shitty advice in mine. Yeah, and and I keep finding it to be I, that way. I get lucky, and I find a lot of people go against the people that I find. Yeah, uh, I think you would like the ones where the guy <laughs> posting is in the wrong. Obviously, obviously in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. and like to where it's like indefensible. Yeah, uh, you know. It's Even just, though yeah. the guy thinks for some reason it is defensible. Right. You know, and it's like, I, and like, I don't know, I, I read this post and I, the the humor I find in it yeah. is this guy can't get it through his head, even though he's saying in his post, I know I don't have any respect for her, but I still want to marry this broad. Like, like why? What the fuck? Yeah. But it's just like a sociopath is talking. Yeah, a sociopathic narcissist is just yeah. going out of his way to This is what I want, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, like it's 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 just uh, we need mental health care in this country, guys, and we yeah, need to we do. teach men how yeah. to not fucking do this. I don't know. It's really um it's um It's super cuz like I'm on mental health TikTok, you know, and I see um people that are narcissists that have been diagnosed that recognize that they are narcissists and use it as a way to help further the conversation on mental health. And it's so interesting because they'll just sit there and they'll say like, yes, I don't have empathy for people. Yes, I am inclined to manipulate, but I try not to manipulate. I make a conscious effort to not manipulate people. And I do this, blah, blah, blah. And what it's like to be a person like that where you still want to do good but you don't you recognize that there's something within you that stops you from knowing what everybody else thinks good is. Yeah. And, and it prevents so you from understanding like the, the interesting basics of like how we as a society have progressed, you know, and tried to yeah. cooperate and understand each other. And, and I think it's an interesting um, this was supposed to be funny, but, <laughs> you know, uh, I think it's an interesting concept of morality because then it's like those people their morality uh means that they dedicate themselves to the group and all of these other narcissists that are in these relationships are dedicating themselves to themselves instead of the group yeah. saying i'm smart enough to just pull one over on everybody and then everybody else in the entire world is like sheesh look at that guy that guy fucking sucks yeah because he's a fucking narcissist you know because narcissists are not always as smart as they think they are it's <laughs> telling me this guy isn't the smartest yeah either. obviously not but like to go on reddit and brag that you to don't have any respect about and you. then also and to like to talk, lie to talk about like i'm go i'm gonna deserve the hate in the comments but like can someone just help me out can someone just what help a brother out you <laughs> like, fucked up already yeah you've already fucked it up like i don't like i don't know 
Uh, I don't know. What I, a dumbass kid. Yeah, I some nineteen-year-old that, that wants to get married. I with hope their that high he does learn. Yeah, that's that's my only thing. Yeah, but like, and I also hope that he tells her. She oh, learns to, yeah. from Reddit. Girl, if you see this, girl, it you, sounds like you your guy. You're a nineteen-year-old female, and you're if you've had tendent thoughts that your boyfriend might be a sociopath. Like he's kind of weird. You and know, you're about to get married. Grill Let him. Let us know. And also Look email at his us. Phone. We'll, we'll... Check his Reddit. Yeah, check his Reddit. <laughs> see see what, if he posted this. See if it's something recently got removed by moderators of Reddit. The people <laughs> see see what was so fucking bad <laughs> that they. That even Reddit was like, get this shit off my website. If you're dating somebody who has a post removed by a moderator on Reddit, on Reddit, you might want to leave. Maybe, or you might want to think about it. You might want to investigate. Some of those moderators are kind of wild. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, good news. Every single comment in that thread uh, that's still up right now yeah. is like, "fuck you," and you're an idiot, and you're fucking. <laughs> you deserve to lose your girlfriend. Good. Yeah. Good. That is what should happen. I just want to have a bunch of kids with her, though. <laughs> I just, just want to so I just, I I tire so to myself for life. She is a vessel meant for breeding, and I'm going to fucking... Go. Cheating doesn't make sense to me, man. Go fuck other women and break up with your girl, then. Exactly, yeah. Just fucking... If you're going to commit to it. Or jerk your tiny dick off. Exactly. If you're just like, oh my god, the girl I saw today, blah blah blah, was so hot with her big juicy titties or something, just jerk your dick off. Just jerk it off, dude. Don't go fuck her. What the fuck? Like that's so weird. <laughs> that's pretty weird, man. No, no, no. Remember, she came on to him. <laughs> oh, so it's fine. It's women's fault. It's women's fault. Actually, it's women's fault for daring asking. Guys, it's women's fault. Did you know? Guys, hey, it's just Sarah popping in here to tell you it's women's fault. All right, see ya. Sarah, get off the man's cam and <laughs> stay on the woman cam. <laughs> I hate it when Sarah gets on Josh's camera. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Just stay in your box. Sarah, I specifically labeled on the tripods, male and female, and that's how I recognize he who's hasn't, supposed to guys, sit Don't worry. Oh my god. And that's why People I are going to be like, blink raised, twice if Josh is abusive, Sarah. What the fuck? I raised one of the cameras 100% high and the other one 70% high. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, 88% high, whatever libs, whatever libertarians, whatever you want to <laughs> Whatever you want to believe. Fortnite raised the cameras. <laughs> so, okay. So, I have but two, yeah, and I want one. you to choose one. Okay. My sister, 22 female, desperately needs help. Part of me, 20 male, doesn't want to help. <laughs> and number two. And number two is I resent my boyfriend. That's it. <laughs> I love these titles, and they're all going to be super depressing. Yeah. Which one's depressing? More depressing. Because I think my, first that first one, one. The first one's more depressing. Do first one then. We'll do the depressing <laughs> okay. ones first. And then the other okay. one is going to be slightly less this depressing. One sucks, balls. All right, hold on. Let's go. Okay. I, 20 male, am fairly well off financially. My sister, 22 female, Jill, is not. She has gone in and out of homelessness, deals with depression, struggles to pay bills, etc. I attend college about one hour away no. where she lives. During COVID, she got fired from her job. Additionally, she had a ton of debt and has gone even further into debt. Also, she is a single mother of two children, aka my nephews, two and a half years old male, Fred, and newborn son, Bob, born a few days ago. 
And both bio dads are not in the picture. Mm. Bob is a huge baby. Wait, the the, the newborn? newborn is very large. Born at just over 11 pounds, two exclamation points. And during his birth, Jill had a C-section. And you know the rule, no holding anything over 10 pounds, so no holding any of her children. Jill and, you, ha- <laughs> and you don't want to help her. Jill has no one to help her, and she is struggling. Jill needs help with childcare, parentheses, she can't afford a nanny, as caring for a newborn and toddler while recovering from a C-section is crazy difficult. No fucking shit. <laughs> wow, I'm crazy, dude. Taking out the fucking baby after you gotta cut into the fucking womb. How is and that? And you can't hold anything. Can't hold anything because you literally were just you can't hold cut into <laughs> yeah. a couple days ago. I I'm so curious. The reason. What is his reasoning for, his not, reasoning wanting for not wanting to help? What possibly could it be? What could it be? I don't know. Um. And she can't pay rent and may be evicted. She is struggling to pay bills and buy groceries. She struggles to pay for diapers and new clothes. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So then, what do you think, guys? Uh, let me, let me, what do you think? All right, all right, right it's down, coming up. All right, let me know in the comments down below. Do you think, A, this guy's a hardcore libertarian? B, this guy's a hardcore libertarian? Or this guy's just a fucking dick asshole? Like, we just found the worst guy on accident. Okay, I want to tell you there are, like, three paragraphs left. Like, we're almost done. What? Yeah, so... So these are going to be really good reasonings that they're just, they're short. Yeah. They're, okay. They're, okay, okay. Jill asked me to come down to help her out and also asked for money. Part of me wants to help her because it pains me to see my sister struggling and my nephew struggling as then, a result. Only part then, of me does. Then, listen to that part, you fucking psychopath. But. But. <laughs> my favorite word, but. I know my sister. If I help her, I will get stuck always bailing her out. And I'm holding an, an irrational grudge against her. Parentheses. She never visited me when I was in the hospital. End parentheses. That my nephew should not bear the brunt of. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, what the guys? What the fuck? You know it's you. You <laughs> like literally you, know. you listed you it. Said it you was said irrational. irrational. <laughs> Cocksucker, man! What the fuck? Are you joking? Is this a bit? Are you are you fucking with me? Oh. Fucking dumb bitch sister. <laughs> dumb, dumb bitch sister didn't visit me in the hospital. So, so I'm, I'm just going gonna to let her get evicted three days after I'm she let her gave birth. get onto the fucking streets right now. Then she'll learn a lesson. <laughs> so what should I do? <laughs> if I decide help your fucking sister. If I decide to help her, how do I avoid getting roped into always helping her? Parentheses, she's really good at manipulating people when she wants something. I really don't want my nephews to starve and go homeless. Then don't fucking not help. Help her then. What do you think Reddit said to this? What do you think? Do I even want want to be here for this? No, you're not gonna. You're gonna get up and leave. I can tell. Holy shit. Okay, can can I take a guess? Can I take a can I take a big libertarian guess here of like I mean you can guess I'm I wonder if it's going to be what it is. So if okay if this is reddit this is fucking this is a bunch of man children 
I think they're going to agree with the sentiment that she's never going to become like a hard worker or some shit, or she's never going to, she's never going to like be able to do it. And it's not worth it to help your sister out if she's not going to pay you back. Well, no, actually, they're like, but <laughs> they're trying to find different avenues. So they're trying to okay to so get her help without him using t- his money. Are they going to tell? Are they going to tell him to? put her in like a, a homeless shelter or something no but i'm surprised they didn't say that because usually it's reddit's answer to stuff um but okay Get her a gym membership so at least she can use <laughs> the shower. She can shower um if your sister can't care for her kids the fathers don't pay child support and nobody in your family can take custody don't tell of me they kid. say adoption don't fucking tell then me they the say kids adoption. need to go into foster care Close enough. Wow. Holy shit. Any help you offer will just prolong this inevitability. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do, guys. We have to we have to fucking There's nothing. There's not a Meh. single if you if you don't and You the, know those numbers in your bank account that mean nothing? <laughs> You can't use them. You know that paper that humans made up? <laughs> that thing we just made up? That thing we just made up? That Listen, determines guys, life and death guys, sometimes? I know I run Amazon, but if my nephew just like starts asking for fucking money, I'm going to tell him. Gonna guys, actually, actually, all of my assets are currently just tied up in Amazon stock, and I just can't liquidate them right now. I and can't. I, you know, I I'm really sorry. want to make this clear, guys. I really want to make this really clear. This guy says he's 20 years old and in, in high school, but he keeps saying, like, I have a lot of money. Like, he keeps saying, like, I have enough money. So this guy to do this. This guy. That's what he's. No, that's the information no, that we're no. given. So what we now know is that he just doesn't want to give up his money. No. Well, that yeah. and also this guy mm-hmm. with no friends because he's on Reddit has yeah. been waiting for something that would allow him to go onto Reddit and brag about how much money he has. And his first inkling was my sister is just my dumb bitch sister doesn't know how to fucking live. Doesn't so, know how to just oh. pull herself up by her stupid bootstraps and, and get a like, job at McDonald's. Nothing with that her he two mentioned, nephews. other than like her maybe being manipulative in asking for money. Here's okay. Here's my theory, Quote, unquote, Sarah. I don't, know, I don't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, don't I have no reason that, to believe that. But then I'm also like. Uh, is she manipulative or was she driven to be manipulative by how shitty life has dealt her a hand? A hand, yeah. You know, you know. Maybe there's something happening. Yeah, man. maybe there's something maybe going on. Maybe she's got a mental on. illness. Maybe she's like got something going on and nobody is helping her. Anyway. I don't gotta help shit. If you have the resources to care for the children, take custody. Raise them until your sister can get their life on track. The only resource I'd offer your sister outside of direct child care is some form of durable birth control, IUD, etc. <laughs> so they don't bring more innocent lives into their world of irresponsible manipulation. Gotta give Republicans a little bit of credit. <laughs> They'll be pushed to think about birth control. Hey, you know what? She should just get the vaccine because apparently that causes you to be infertile is what the Republicans are saying. I'm surprised that wasn't in there. It's free. It's free birth control, guys. Holy shit. When I said the controversial ones 
have the worst comments. I can see why. I can see why. Holy shit. Nothing, nothing. There's no drug out there. An upper or a downer. Anything. That gets into my veins. Like reading a Reddit post and then reading a lot of insane fucking comments. Nothing like it. There's nothing like it. It's just like, oh my god, it's my life source. It's my adrenochrome. You, you should you should put you should get that whore of a sister that you have <laughs> on birth control right on now. On birth control right now, so that way she doesn't birth any more fucking cretins. She was investigated by CPS last year, but they did nothing. I could care for the kids, but that would be a huge lifestyle change and very hard to do. God, that'd just be such a fucking pain in my ass, dude. Calm down. <laughs> I'm in college. I travel a lot. And I have a job. And honestly, I don't want children right now. I'm only 20. <laughs> Guys, I was only 19 when I had to bury my father, and I still paid <laughs> for half of that fucking funeral. So we just I learned, still did that. We just learned a very important piece of information. This guy has a lot of money because he has fifty grand worth of student loans. You only bury your dad once, and you only save your sister's life probably once. And yeah. you know what? If you get to save it multiple times, that's a that's a gift from heaven. That's a gift from heaven. Yeah, <laughs> that's a gift from the Lord. I'm not even religious. But I just want to go to Europe. <laughs> like, I want to go to Amsterdam and see all the prostitutes. This is the guy that is vacationing in like Ibiza and then gets a text from the hospital that says that his sister died. And he's just like, oh, oh, well, another martini for me, please. Just chilling out on the fucking beach. <laughs> Starts playing another one, Bites the Dust by Queen. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. God, what a dick already okay last year this is from the same guy that said that she should get birth control okay last year she had a job and one kid now no job two kids and can't work there was a whole pandemic in between these years that doesn't matter so that, that doesn't, doesn't matter, matter apparently. that doesn't matter if she uh listen if there's one thing i learned from my god and savior ronald reagan is that this she's just trying to become a welfare queen <laughs> The best use of your limited time is getting the kids placed in a better home, be it the other fam, be it with other family or in foster care, and hopefully together. There's a lot of couples who would love to raise a newborn with an older sibling. Best case, this gives your sister a chance to rebuild their life and take custody again once they're <laughs> settled in. If you do take your sister on, whatever you should you spend should go directly to where it should go and not pass through your sister's hands. Pay rent, buy diapers, etc. There's a lot of like. You know, like when I read that the sister lost her job due to COVID, now has two kids, can't pay rent, just had a kid like three days ago and has a C-section. The first thing I don't think is what a manipulative cunt, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what a fucking bullshit. That's not my first thing. I think I'm on my most manipulative after I have a really big major medical operation and I'm high on the fucking drugs that they use to make sure I don't feel any pain. I absolutely agree, Josh. I think I am I and I have to the get evicted mental, from my home. I am fucking like the I am I am like the the meme where it's like the 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 purple brain and like all the uh wires coming out like it's the fucking matrix. I become Neo basically. Right. And it's like she delivered a very healthy baby. So Apparently she's not on drugs or alcohol. Yeah. So it's not even like that, but she's being treated like she's some sort of alcoholic drug addict, whatever. Instead of just like a person who needs help. 
And that's what this commenter is trying to convince this 20 year old to do is treat her like she's needs to get back on the her feet and go way, to AA the meetings best or something. Way, yeah. It's you like, gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut off a druggie to make sure <laughs> that they won't do drugs again. And if they haven't done drugs before, still cut them off just to be safe. Just because they might become a druggie. Like what they, is the worst thing that they, that this woman did have a child, not have a job. In America, yes. Yeah, I guess so. It's she's not contributing to society. Also, <laughs> OP says, uh, "Yeah, we don't have much family. Parents are dead. Never really knew our aunt and uncle. We do have one older brother, twenty six, but he works in Singapore now." I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe get the uh, other maybe get the other brother involved. Then. If it's really that big if of a deal, don't, if you don't want to be the fucking if you really want to travel. If you really want to travel, year old. travel to Singapore and get your brother's ass up and tell him to help out then. If you're going to be this much of a dick, tell someone else to uproot their life just to, just to fucking, just so you can go to Hawaii or something. Like, So there's another post that is like ridiculous. Really? Yeah. And I think there's another one too. Um... As I see it, your sister's core problem is a difficulty planning and making good decisions. Personal <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> this could be a result of depression, or it could be a freestanding problem of mental function. Not stupidity. More specific than that. <laughs> so she might not be a drug addict. She might be a little stupid, though. She might be a bit of a, yeah. And then failing to plan and organize and make good decisions could result in situations which could naturally cause depression. So if you are going to help her at all, which I think would be the decent thing to do, you will help her with these aspects along with the more superficial issues of housing, physical assistance, and money. Wait, hold on. No, fuck you already, because you're telling me that housing, money... Superficial. ...are superficial? That's... yeah. Do you not live in this country, in this world? That's how bad the fucking income disparity shit is. People that have income and like have money just like forget that like can see somebody almost on the street three days after having a C-section, not able to hold her babies, and they're just alone, and they're just like, "Oh, you did this to yourself." Like you know, they don't understand that there are multiple aspects to this. It's not like you just trip and fall at your job and you lose your job, and that's your fault. And now your life is down the shitter. You know? No, it's like, are you just like, you know, you're an evil person and that's why you're poor. What the fuck? No. God damn, dude. Okay. Um, you see, if you just do those latter things, she will always be dependent. If you help her thinking processes, including knowing she needs assistance with decision making, etc., then you can hope to get out from under this burden. You know what else is a burden? The welfare state in America. Right. Yeah, that's, that's that's all this is. This is just an argument of, like, if you try to help someone, they're just going to want to keep leeching off of you until the day you die. That's not how it is. And also, if you treat somebody like that, it, they're going to resent you while they live in your home, which is not a good situation for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Because you're treating shit. them as a lesser human being. Um, I'm helping you. You better pull up, pick up your way around here. Right, missing. then you just have a slave. 
Yeah, for any, yeah. That's and then, what it is. Uh, you don't mention your slash her parents, which surprised me. What role, if any, could they play? Also, <laughs> she or you need to contact social services for as much help as she is entitled to. The only feasible reason for bio dads not being in the picture is if there's a history of violence. If they are just bums or we're treating her as a side piece, well, that's too damn bad. She needs to name them and let the state go after them for child support. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. It would upset them for their... It would upset them for their wives to find out, oh, gee, let's play this tiny violin and support for their trauma. So I hope my militant tone helps you see you can help your sister quite a lot without it being a permanent burden, and I hope you do too. I mean, Permanent burden, though. That's, I mean, it's the burden part for me that's That really wild. pisses me off. Yeah. It really does. It's a burden to help your fucking family, you know? That's the thing that pisses this off about me. I, I know I'm very fortunate. I, I know I'm fortunate yeah, you have that a great I, have, family. I have an amazing family. And, and your it, family helps each other out. You a know? lot. Yeah. And it really fucking pisses me off when uh, yeah. when they're uh, seeing other families, you, you know, yeah. just not committing to the idea of like. We help each other. We out. We help each other out. And just thinking it's like a, a dog yeah. eat dog. Everyone for themselves. And if I help my family out. I'm somehow reducing my ability to go out and and be myself, which is and this is my experience with um like white families, which I don't know the race of this person. I have no clue what culture they're from. They might be from a different culture. I don't know. Um, but when I talk to um people from Hispanic cultures and families, um. Spanish cultures and uh, Latin cultures, they'll say like, oh, I just sometimes I just I get a little scared of like the dynamic of like what white families are, you know, like white American families. And, you know, like, I just don't understand that. I just sometimes I just don't understand white people and white families. And what I always say is white families do not look at each other as like fondly like we we don't like when you look like a a mom looking at your daughter there are certain things where like okay yes you're supposed to look at your daughter fondly or like your daughter and your son it's like you're in competition it's weird it's like no yeah it's very strangely like it, there's not that level of camaraderie as there might be with uh hispanic latin families or african american families or just black families like it's just like i it's not there. It's not like, a, okay, we're all going to have a cookout. It's not there in most white families, I feel like. I get that. And I don't if there know is, that... it's like an old, old tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I really, I, I honestly don't know because I, I really, I've never really seen a lot of other, uh, I haven't had the, a lot of the opportunity to see how other families like work all the time. I hmm. think I was fortunate in that A, my family was like that. And yeah. I'm, I could just be pulling this out of my ass. No, yeah, I get you. And I know that like the fact that like I'm trying to, Especially now that I moved out and like I'm I'm separated from everybody like for realsies, you know I don't have a direct line anymore right. through. Uh, excuse me, my mom. Um, what is it? I'm now making hopefully more of an effort to try and keep in contact with everybody and make yeah. sure everyone's good, you know. And I want to make that effort because you know there's like well, that, and, and I've seen other families, and I've been fortunate that a lot of my friends have had similar you know families that have at least tried to help each other, you know. Yeah, and it just really pisses me off. I guess this whole like. You should try to help your family out, and a lot of people, for one reason or another, just can't wrap their head around like helping out their family, and then it fucks over the you know, everyone, the, everyone, yeah. everyone. 
And I think the people that get the most of the brunt are like the children, you know. Usually. Oh yeah. yeah, like, and then like, hope if you're lucky, like your the siblings will try to band yeah. together. But even then, that's not always a fucking thing that'll work and it's just it just fuck man it's wild like toxic family dynamics it's crazy to me but like i guess i have i do know a lot of experience of my different like white friends who have similar experiences with like their parents where their parents are like divorced and in two different households and hate each other and then also there's like a weird dynamic with them and their parents and with their parents and their brother and it's like everybody has a weird relationship that everybody should be going to therapy or something Mm. and they just feel disenfranchised from their family in one way or another as if it's like a part of growing up like Mm. a part of growing up is not really seeing your family as often like it's a kid thing to be with your family you know and that's kind of the vibe i get from this is like oh my god she needs help from me she wants to see me and she needs help like she's a kid when in reality she's an adult that needs help and your family and you should be the person to and you have the resources but you don't want to give them one it's one click away that you can help and just a couple phone calls and just a couple to your sister not being on the street and that's what how we get to these like these scenarios where you say that to like any person any person who has like lived with their grandmother from childhood hmm. uh and their extended family or like has a favorite cousin or something you say that to them and they're like what the fuck <laughs> why would anyone do that like why would you ever why would you go to reddit to make a post <laughs> just that in itself to me screams like white person i don't no, know yeah, why no, it, it definitely like you're jumping Maybe through I'm just, so many fucking hoops to yeah. not do the easy slash right thing to do which is just help your sister out help your sister out just like i would you're be wasting no so much fucking time being like i don't you, know guys should i do it <laughs> like oh, oh my guys God. i don't know if i should do this okay you know? so i gotta read this comment okay sorry yeah um this is op after the birth of her first child she had postpartum depression which led to most of her issues now as her ppd wasn't treated for about eight ish month months our parents died just over two years ago (sighs) the bio dads aren't in the picture because one is in jail and the other one doesn't know because he has anger issues and is physically and emotionally abusive so now the first guy that said that the kids need to be in foster care comes back and says unless you have a ton of money and don't need it at the very least you need to establish a paternity claim for money unless there's a risk for the father risk the father has resources to take custody the father still needs to pay even if no visitation rights are established wait this guy just told to give the kids to no, the foster care oh and oh, i thought to the abusive father for a second i thought this was what no, basically, like, because there's a guy that doesn't know that he has kids out there and is emotionally and physically abusive, saying, like, the the guy needs to get paternity rights. The OP needs to get paternity rights over the kids. Okay, then. Okay. Before that still, guy. But then... Weird. I don't know. But then it's like, okay, well, what about the foster care that you just said two minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. But so he goes, I do have money that I don't need, so I could do that. 
Then he, he just admitted that. it. Yeah, just I'm not doing it. If anybody out there is like, but he's in college. He, if he's admitting. He's in college. I can understand that too. Because like I said, I was 19 and my dad died. Like, you know, it is yeah. a, it's a tight bind. It's a you want to pay for yeah. college because you're in college. But you just admitted that you have the money. Guess what the easy solution is to all this? Like the Give amount the of money. people. The amount of people that don't have the money that would do this would find it. You know, we just go out there We'd and find the money. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, holy shit. Like, oh my god, if this was happening to, like, Aaron or something, like, my our friend Aaron. Yeah. If that was happening to him somehow, I would go bankrupt. I would <laughs> go, I would file for bankruptcy. I would I do it. as much as I possibly could to get those kids not on the street. Exactly, yeah. Fuck, man. And so he goes, I do that... I do have money, but I don't that I don't need, so I could do that, but Oh, well, what's this but and what's this but? The abusive one comes from a really powerful family, so he would take custody. Not sure which is better. It's not even a but. That's not even a but just give her the money and keep the kids away from him. The, then the guy that just said you need to know you need the paternity goes, Oh yeah. In that case you really don't want them to want to let them know they have a kid. What the f- yeah, no shit. No, duh. Congrats, you get the fucking uh, the pointing out the obvious award. I don't. What the fuck? Give the tell him to give the money then. Yeah. The guy per- said he had the money, and then said another part of this in that same sentence, and you just focused on the back half of the sentence and didn't and didn't just say, hey, maybe you should just give the fucking money, like. You know, maybe there's something wrong with America. Maybe there's something wrong with America, guys. Maybe okay? there is something wrong with America to the point I am where fucking pissed off, man. Yeah, shit. start a GoFundMe because at this point, I'll put it in our fucking podcast for this lady, whoever she is, whoever this lady is. Fucking if anybody knows this lady or whatever, pants, yeah, fucking tell us and we'll put it in our fucking shit we'll, so people we'll, can send money. Yeah, because if this fucking cocksucker isn't gonna... If he's not gonna help... If he's not gonna help... Because, you know, she she's gonna be a leech. Like, you know what? In my fucking uh, uh, next door, somebody said, posted, there's like a cats and kittens group in next door and around where I live, and fucking somebody posted and they said, I'm old, I have a cat and he needs medicine for two weeks and I have arthritis and I can't give my cat medicine. And the neighbor... Of that person said, yeah. I will come over and give your cat medicine for free so that your cat can live. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's and somebody amazing. needs to come over yes. to this lady's house, someone, and just hold her kids and take care of her kids and take care of her because she just had a medical yes, procedure. Exactly. Christ. Bro, just say like. We need to become a much more collectivist society as opposed to an individualistic. Absolutely. Yeah. That's how this. That's how we get to this fucking Squid Game ass, <laughs> right? Yeah. Reality is like what? Uh, Jesus. It's just the concept of like, and I keep saying white, but it's created by white people, uh, imperialist, you know, no, yeah, I get you. Yeah. bullshit of just oh yeah, you accumulate as much wealth as you can, and then it's yours. <laughs> Nobody can take it from you, and you should never be guilted into giving up your money. It's like. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe you shouldn't have that much. Maybe just a little bit, yeah. Christ, Sorry, man. That was really long. So, here's my second one, everybody. Mm-hmm. Right for my second one. Okay. I, 34 male, 
feel uneasy dating a new younger junior woman, 23 female, <laughs> at work. Hi. Title says it really. I'm a postdoc, parentheses, like a residency for PhD, in a biochem research lab, and a new master's student started three months ago. Okay. We hit it off immediately, and although she is beautiful, parentheses, seriously stunning, I just Ew. considered her a friendly person in the lab. I have a friend group with, which ranges from mid-40s to mid-20s, and it's not unusual for me to make friends with master's students who rotate in the lab and grab a friendly drink with them. Okay. One of my best friends now is a guy in his mid-20s who I met when he was 21 years, 21 years old master's student three years ago. My ex is three years older than me at 37, and we met two years ago. I'm a pretty friendly and social guy with a wide and varied friend group, and I've never felt any generational divide between myself and either my older or younger friends. This new that's student, weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. That's kind of weird. This new student has been dropping a few hints, and I felt like she was flirting with me in the lab. So this didn't even happen yet? Are you fucking kidding? I think we're getting there. Hold okay, on. I'm sorry. For example, one time she said, quote, me and my mother have the same thing where we always go for guys 15 years older than us. Every time I tell her I've met a guy, she says, how old is this one? And then stops and makes extended eye contact with me. There's been a few things like that. She spoke about how she went on a date with a 35-year-old surgeon recently and that the date was set up by her grandmother. Wow. She's close with her family and they seem pretty nice. They're used to her dating older guys and universally support her. Okay. Yesterday, she asked if I'd like to grab a drink with her and her friends. At this point, I'm pretty certain she's effectively asking me out. I decide to go with it and see how things go. Well, we flirt pretty hard and she tells me she's been into me since day one. We make out a bunch and she suggests I stay the night and I stay, but we should hold up, but say we should hold off on sex, which seems to be what she seems to like. Oh, the next okay. morning we get breakfast, which was nice. We're getting on really well. I enjoyed talking with her and hanging out with her at work before yesterday and I enjoyed it last night and today also. We have similar interests and we seem to be on the same wavelength on a lot of things. I've been dating for a few months now after my breakup and she doesn't seem any different from anyone I've dated who's been closer to my age. In fact, she's significantly more mature and on the same wavelength than 80% of the women I've dated. Oh, okay. I've been on dates with some childish 35-year-olds. I like her and I'd like to see where this goes, but I'm very skeptical because of the large age gap. It doesn't feel bad now, but I'm sure as time goes on, it will. It's also not good that she's a student in my lab. It's not forbidden. I don't have any power over her and our boss is a woman and a leader of the, wo the woman leaders in science committee. But it's obviously okay. dangerous. It's yeah, a little weird. That's, yeah. that's weird, yeah. Why mention that even? I expect I'll get a lot of, ew, gross, she's a child comments. Okay, you're welcome to your own opinion. It's free country, you know? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just a number. Free country, yeah. I didn't plan this or groom her. In fact, she noted that she <laughs> thought I was into her because I was nice and supportive, then felt disappointed when she noticed that actually I'm just nice and supportive to everybody. She's pushed this forward. She's a smart woman who has a close and supportive family, and she's always dated older guys. I think she's a decent person who just happens to like older guys, and I'm a decent person who doesn't normally date younger, but has on occasion and is just trying to figure things out. If she was exactly the same but 27, I wouldn't have had a second thought or fear. I haven't actually asked her age. It felt cliche, and she might even be a little older, but logically, I strongly suspect she is 23. I'm going to take it slow and see how things work out. Does anyone have any advice on what problems may come up and how to address them? Conversations which you think we should have. Things which I should consider. Any advice which anyone would give. Success or failure stories from people in the position. Thank you. TLDR. I'm not going to read the TLDR. We haven't seen yeah, it. By the way, this has zero upvotes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are people against this? Uh, kind of. People are kind of going in on the age gap. 
um, which I'm I'm curious about because so how, how big that, is the age group? So that's my first weird thing about this. Yeah, because I didn't read the whole post. I don't. I, I just read the titles and I assume they're gonna be funny, but they're never funny. <laughs> I get that. Um, so he's 34, and yeah. we know that for sure. Yeah, and in the title he says 23 female, but he's guessing. So he doesn't even know. Yeah. So yeah, because he literally said, um, "That's a- if she was exactly the same at 27." I ac- I haven't actually asked her age. It felt cliche, and she might even be a little older. But logically, I so- strongly suspect she is 23. Okay, I don't care if you're a scientist. In this day and age, if you're a man you and you're, you're dating a woman or you're want to date a woman and she looks really young, Probably. I don't give a fuck if she's Selena Gomez. Ask for her ID. Ask for some ID. ID her, bro. Like, get it, because you might be fucking a 12-year-old. Yeah, so, like, and, and a lot of the comments are going to say what, I've, what I guess I'm saying. Like, yeah, sure, maybe right now it's quote-unquote fine to do it, but she, if she is 23, That's, and 11 years older... than me. Ew, yeah, I and older that. than me. You can change a lot in from 23 to, like, 25. <laughs> like, you know... That's the thing. I think you're, Absolutely. you're probably not going to get a long-term thing going. Well, oh. so I come from a weird point of view of this because my parents had a 20-year age gap between them. My dad being uh, 20 years older than my mother and meeting at relatively, my dad was 50 and my mom was like 30. Um, I think when they, when they had me. <laughs> so then knowing... So, I mean, knowing each other for a long time before then when my dad was like 40 something and my mom was 20 something i think i'm pretty sure that's how the numbers i don't know whatever yeah um who who's gonna care he's dead um i'm just gonna be like that's not true um but no and that's kind of the point i want to make is like you gotta think about everything when you get into a relationship you gotta think about like all the different stuff yeah and it's like it was cool growing up with an older dad because it's like ooh you know he knows stuff about stuff that other dads don't know about yeah but then you know he dies <laughs> dad's well, yeah, die yeah that's especially thing. When, when you're it's like adopting an old cat <laughs> what are you doing you got three years with him at most like you know like you're give that just, cat a good life that's you're why. just giving yourself a medical bill you know <laughs> that's what you're doing that's all you're doing and Hmm. so this is kind of i'm sometimes against this even in the beginning because i'm like everything might be good no yeah no i agree everything could be okay all this sounded like this sounds a lot better than a lot of the other age gap posts (laughs) that we typically see on reddit and i guess that's why i wanted to bring it up because this is an instance where it's like it's not officially like it's not weird obviously yet. like completely weird. Yeah. There is some weird stuff. It's still it's weird. It's generally that, weird that it's still a ten year, eleven year age gap, and we don't even know the age and for it to be. Yeah, he doesn't know, know the age. age. He's Irena, already made out with her, and he doesn't know her age. Yeah, he's also they work in the same place, and he even though he technically quant- doesn't allegedly doesn't have power, power he's a postdoc, and he has seniority. A, I assume. I, I yeah, for sure. If nothing else, you know. I don't know. Whatever, and he's been there before. That's already a type of power in the workplace already having an established reputation with your coworkers, exactly yeah and she's new there is still a, a power <laughs> dynamic going on there will always be and then also it's like just the fact this is usually brought up in these scenarios that he's 34 and is cool with 20 year olds is weird 
A little bit, yeah. That's weird. I think late 20s is a little less That's, questionable. You know, it's like whatever. But yeah, because, like, like, I mean, there's definitely couples out there with, like, six years. And, like, a 27-year-old is definitely going to be more mature than a 23-year-old. And it'll, and I wonder what's up with her family that they're, like, pushing her on. I wonder if it's, like, a culture thing. It might be. That's another thing, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's a lot here that isn't, uh, like, I think every single little detail could have its own impact on impact on this. And, yeah. like... I, I that's where and I guess my uh, confusion overall. Yeah. I it just feels weird still. Yeah. To me at least. Yeah. And it seems like but it's weird because it also has a a much different feel to it than any other post because this guy doesn't seem like a complete asshole. Yeah. And she was the one that initiated. But I feel like you should probably have some sort of like. He does have some sort of like like resistance to it. And that's why he's on. That's good that he has a resistance to it. And he's like, I don't know if I should do this. Yeah. Uh, That being said, I I don't know. I don't know if you should. I really don't know. Uh, I just wouldn't. Because it's risky. It's definitely risky. And like, I if unless it's like completely consensual of it, like being like a casual thing, even if that's still, it's still weird. It's still weird. But like, at least there isn't going to be like some weird, like breakup of like, oh, you, you changed so much between 23 and 24. I think I got a bounce. Well, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. At least it's not like a lying about like, being a friends with benefits and saying you have feelings for them and true then, yeah you know like at least it's not it's like it's a gradient now i feel like yeah. this is one i i like it's definitely more of a gray area than before it's usually in these scenarios they look women look at why a 30 year old is attracted to a 24 year old or a 23 year old it's usually like you can't really date women in your age group or you don't really enjoy dating women in your age group because they expect more from you and if you date a 20 something year old usually you're just kind of like just figuring stuff out you know (laughs) yeah so and you there's not as much to expect with a 20 something year old so it ends up being that you manipulate knowingly or not your partner into providing for you Mm. when you're a 30 year old man and you should be doing your laundry gary (laughs) you should be doing your own laundry it's not her job it's not katie's job she's 20 you're 30 you should do your own laundry gary yes you should know how to do it by now you don't have to bang 20 year olds (laughs) to just get your laundry done you know like your life is a mess. <laughs> like yeah. you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Figure it out. Um, but I don't know. It's not always the case. Like my dad was a, um, uh, he was in the Coast Guard. He did all of his own shit. You know. I mean, I don't know the dynamic. It's possible that it could have been that way. But as far as I saw, it wasn't like that. Yeah. And you know, I believe he truly cared for my mom, and my mom truly cared for him. But like, it was still ended up. I think there were still negatives to the relationship in that fucking, you know, if you have a kid on accident or not, you know, so you don't want kids, but you still have a kid and you decide to have the kid, kids not going to have that much time with their parent. Yeah, that's true. And also there are a bunch of health, um, 
health problems usually with having a kid later in life. That's true. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. I don't know. I uh, really, it's, uh, it's a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird, a weird vibe. And weird usually, vibe. if somebody's like, "Should I go for it?" and there's already a weird vibe, no, probably not. <laughs> probably yeah, probably not. not. Um. So yeah, that was mine. Let me barrel through this one. Age gap that wasn't too bad. <laughs> age gap that wasn't. I do think sometimes people are very hasty with like any age gap. No, yeah, Down the but shitter. I think um, I think at least with the last posts that we've done that have have had an age gap, it's there's there's a reason why people are like yeah. angry about it, and it's, you guys are right on that for sure. Yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. Yeah. and I think sometimes it's it's a bad idea. I think most I times come from a very idea. specific point of view. No, I get it. That I'm, I'm always gonna say age gaps are bad. Okay. I just want to be a centrist for once. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. You got yours. I resent my boyfriend. I resent my boyfriend. I'm, this is long, so I'm just going to barrel through it. Okay. Let's go. My 20 male boyfriend and I, 21 non-binary, have been together for three years. We went to the same high school. I was a grade above him, but didn't actually get together until my senior year. Us being a grade apart, I really didn't know too much about him other than he was dating a friend. We both ended up single in 2018 and hit it off as friends with benefits. And eventually we ended up together. He asked me. Ooh. A little while into dating, we talk about our body counts. His is two, including me, and mine is eight, including him. This surprised him a lot because I'm not much older than him and I was in a pretty long relationship. So he assumed I'd only been with one person. Womp womp. <laughs> took this as he missed out and he felt the need to catch up hell yeah brother so he left hell me yeah. <laughs> yo that's fucking hilarious actually dude he just this fucking was, I saw this. bounced i had another he one that was like kind of sad and i saw this one i was like never mind dude i'm doing he, this one he, he used to he did some <laughs> subtraction he like he Two, eight, six. I got fuck. I gotta get six pussies. I gotta get six. It's so funny. They only broke up for six days. One woman a day. (laughs) Did I call it? No. Well, not exactly that. Don't tell. Don't. I was very hurt, but I honestly just played it off as me being angry and disappointed. This couldn't be further from the truth. I cried almost every night. I had nightmares. I cried at work. It was awful. I just felt so shitty to be left over something I did when I didn't even know him. Two or three months go by and he came back. He says he didn't sleep with anyone, but I don't really believe him. (laughs) Why not? After seeing some messages between him and his best friend. He did tell me about the girl, but he says it never went anywhere, but there's just a lot of evidence that goes against that. I think he just doesn't want to upset me. When he first told me about her, I started shaking, and he cut the conversation short. I would normally believe him, however, we have never used condoms. We did when we first started sleeping with each other, but stopped after the first month. When we got back together, I found a big box of condoms in his room that was missing quite a few. (laughs) (laughs) This guy heard that you fucked other people, ran ran away away to to buy a box of condoms. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Holy shit. No way. This guy sucks. This guy sucks a lot. Oh, my God. 
Uh, I'm talking. She just like- had to catch up. <laughs> just had to catch but, up. Okay, okay. I'm Sorry. talking like a thirty pack, missing at least ten. This guy fucked so much, dude. This guy fucked hard, dude. <laughs> he was like, I got to double, triple this, guy, this number. Yeah. I brought it up to him once and someone interrupted the conversation. He brushed it off and that's the last we talked about it. Now, this is my conspiracy theory. I think him and the person that interrupted the conversation are in cahoots. They never come back up again. But I think it's like he paid his Starbucks waitress to like come over and be like, so what do right you guys, right want, right today? guys want today? You know, even though they don't fucking hey, do that. There's going to be a code word. They're, they're going to say, um... They're going to say a uh, uh, girlfriend and then you come in. No, I'm going to scream the word macaroni and you come over here and then they're just like, yeah, so I saw this box of condoms here. Macaroni! <laughs> <laughs> just like Hell the yeah. worst guy. The worst at being like God. sus. That's so funny. Like they, the worst imposter. They, they need to break up with <laughs> They do. Yes, they do. They do. Yes. Since we've gotten back together, I just can't get comfortable in our relationship. Really? Oh my god, really? I've been in a shitty relationship before, and it kind of makes me expect the worst. I think the I think worst has already the happened. Worst. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it'll get worse. Sorry, even. sorry, but... <laughs> he wasn't really kind in our breakup. He wasn't really mean. He was just way more honest than I cared for, lol. And I know I can't be mad at him for honesty, but fuck, it hurt. You can. You can be you, mad you at him for any reason. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Uh, he told me if he didn't catch up on what he wanted to do now, he'd leave me later. Even if we were married or had kids. The option was basically let me do it now or find out I'm doing it later. I appreciate that he was honest, but damn. <laughs> but damn. But damn. I'm a, I'm, I mean, listen, is either I leave right now and go have sex with other women or I cheat on you in like 30 years. Hands are tied. Hands are tied. <laughs> Just like, what the God, fuck? and then they have to be like, all right, I all guess. Right, I, I guess, guess at least you're honest. Shit, man, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> the boys upstairs, they told me what was going to happen. Listen, <laughs> listen, my boss told me I had to go out and smash some fucking puss. <laughs> Okay, now he's back and he's serious about things. He's actually been wonderful to be with. He wants to settle down and move in together and all he that. He just had to make sure. He's had to nut in had six different pussy nut, types. And then you they know? come back to them and then, you know. Yeah, exactly. Good. Fine, everything's back to normal. It's a nice idea, really, but I just feel so blank about him. I know I love him and care about him, but I can't let myself overdo it. Anytime I feel myself getting too attached, excited, affectionate... I try and catch it immediately. I just don't want to get hurt to... I just don't want to get myself hurt again. I know I don't want to marry him or have kids with him. Why would I start my life with someone who has admitted they will get tired of me? Yeah. Exactly, yes. yeah. That's, it sucks, man. It's the worst. <laughs> he has told me he knows he will get tired of being with only me. It just feels like I'd be setting myself up to go to get hurt by doing that. I've opted to just enjoy this while it lasts because I really only have that to complain about. I enjoy being around him and our sex life is great. And I know he likes to be around me because I'm at his house. Often he invites me and his family all love me. I'm there often enough to have mm. my own parking spot in their driveway. <laughs> There's really nothing. They got wrong. the company parking spot and just <laughs> brought it out for him. You know? Yeah. There's really nothing wrong with our relationship other than this one thing. It's a pretty big thing. It is a big thing. Yeah. No. Um, how much more is there? That's it. 
Oh, that's it? Okay. No, yeah, yeah that's a big thing. And I I really hesitate to be like, you're kind of in the right to say enjoy it. If, this, if everything else oh, really? is... I don't know, because like it's... I mean, it's complicated, I think, for lack of a better term. Oh, okay. I mean, I... I but also, you know that like you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that's like you really kind of ruin a relationship when you say shit like that. Yeah, and it's like I mean, and you also don't envision. But also, if you don't envision seeing yourself with him, you should break up with him. Yeah, but then you're also enjoying what little, not what little, but like. Well, that's the thing. I don't really think they're enjoying it. <laughs> They might be just be kind of going along with it, just kind of forcing it to let it. Because they were so broken up beforehand, you know, yeah. like they don't want to be broken up again. But like, but they're yeah, they're too afraid to break up, and that's why they're still yeah. in the relationship. That's kind of how it feels. But I mean, it's just like it just yeah. doesn't sound like you're having a good time. Not really. No. No. So I guess that's yeah. I I'm probably I'm a little bit less off the on the fence than I guess. Yeah. I I mean. I don't know. You know, this guy, why would you want to date somebody, especially if loyalty is something that's really important to you? Because that's what yeah, it sounds like. important to you, then It you, is important to you. Yeah, Because there should are definitely... people out there that are more loosey-goosey and will be like, yeah, go sow your wild oats and come back. I don't care. No, yeah, and I guess that's that's my only thing, is that it seems like he is, is going that to be, type of person. He's definitely more loosey-goosey to the point where I think he would be more... Uh, he... What is it like? Instead of being completely monogamous, you might someone, be a little bit more poly. Yeah, more poly. Yeah, uh, but I mean, also like that's just a mean thing to say. No, yeah, it is a mean thing to say, and you shouldn't force them to. Uh, uh, you shouldn't por- force the the partner. Um, if you're if you're more inclined to be poly and you leave because you want to go smash some puss, that's like, and then you come back. There should be an apology. There should be a bit of an yeah. There should be like so many different things. Like you should tell, you should show this person that you want to exist in their life, and you made a yeah. mistake by leaving. And then you know whatever. If it is a difference between polyamorous and monogamous, just be open about that. And then because if that's the case, then. The monogamous person is going to realize this later, just like the polyamorous person said. Yeah. And feel terrible their whole relationship. That's awful. That is awful. You're yeah. just putting so, the monogamous person in hell. Yeah, no, I, never mind then. I think, you know, it probably would be just be better for both parties to just, just leave. Leave, go their separate ways. Yeah. And Maybe be friends, if anything, because if you guys do I mean, enjoy you know, each other's company, that always depends on if it really impacts emotionally one person or another. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Or give can, it a, a, an actual breathing period where you both can do your own thing and it's mutually agreed upon. But like, this is another thing where I want to ask you. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know a- I've definitely had this fear—the fear of this guy. Oh, the, this of, guy. That I'm secretly dating this guy. That's just like, oh, you you got more puss than me? <laughs> and like, you know, and just like runs away and like goes out and just like all of a sudden, you know, I feel like it's a commonish fear and it's a fear for me because I'm insecure about myself. But like to just wake up one day and be like, man, I really want some other pussy. <laughs> I guess I'll just leave. Bye bye. I'm going to go get some pussy. Hey, 
like it's a something compl- at a store, I, you know? Well, no, yeah, no, I I, I get that. Yeah, but the, I guess the the thing that um I think about is like like how do you take this uh problem, you know? Like, what's your feeling about this? My you know, feeling about this? This I, issue. Because I guess, yeah, as someone who, uh, you're pretty much my body count. You're, my, yeah, you're the, the only one, one and only. Um, I, I guess my thing is, I guess there's a lot of factors to this. I've had a lot of failed uh, relationships beforehand. and I wasn't doing well on Tinder. And, and you know, I got uh, emotionally manipulated. And yeah. I, someone... Uh, uh, they uh, emotionally uh, cheated on their uh, significant other with me. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I wasn't really doing the best. Uh, <laughs> you know how it is. But um, I I guess my my thoughts about it now is like, I just feel fortunate to be in a healthy relationship with someone I can vibe with, you know? Right. And I guess that's why I don't have this fear of like, I'm never going to fuck another pussy again because right. I have a pussy here, you know? I'm <laughs> You know, like I don't know, like shit. Yeah. Like, if I really, if I really want something that that's that's different, I'll jerk off with my left hand or something. You know, like yeah, we'll get a sex toy or we'll something. We'll get a sex toy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a. There's a double ended flashlight in here somewhere. Yeah. Fuck if it. I'm really like, just get kinkier, you know. Just get kinky. Yeah. But I'm like it, like you know, it's so interesting to me the difference between that type of thinking and this type of thinking. I'm just gonna bounce. I'm just gonna leave. For like two months, I'm gonna go to Amsterdam, just just <laughs> plow a bunch of bitches. What is with you in Amsterdam? Damn. That's where all the prostitutes are. That's where the- <laughs> I guess so. Damn shit. <laughs> but you know, it's just like it's so wild to me. I don't know. It's just wild that this guy was like, "Okay, see ya, <laughs> bye, bye." Like that's such a you really I'm also don't think about that- Amsterdam because of the travel guy. <laughs> And that's the reason why he wants to travel. I was in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but no, like, fucking, uh, yeah, no, that's fucking, that's shitty, actually. Yeah, that's it's really shitty, shitty to yeah. just bounce and come and, back and be like, nothing happened. Yeah, just to expect there to be also nothing. Also, the lie and, like, hide the fact that you went and <laughs> pounded a bunch of Yeah, that's the lying also bitches, that we yeah. haven't really talked about that much. Just, he is just lying. Just wire men. Wire men. Why are they? Speaking of wire men, <laughs> we have a listener submission. All right, everyone, before we do that. This is gonna this is gonna be for both the podcast and the TikTok, a, a separate TikTok. Yeah. So we finally have been getting a lot of requests for people to ask us. Yeah, asking us how to submit in stories. Yes. Which I didn't. I wasn't expecting this soon, guys. Help, you know. Yeah. So we have a couple places that you can uh, submit stories. We Ooh. have an email at a podcast. We'll save this at gmail dot com. Yep. We have a Twitter page where I've opened up DMs. Yep. Uh, it's APWSTR on Twitter. Pretty much everywhere our DMs yep. are open. TikTok DMs are open at APWSTR. And, and we don't get a lot of DMs. So give us fix so that many, for us. us all, yeah. It's not like, oh my gosh, they get so many DMs. No, we don't. don't we will probably see, see it. No, like yeah. we, will, we read everything. As well as on Instagram at a podcast will save this. Yeah. Uh, and you can uh, submit stories there. You can you can upload a Google Doc. and Yeah. Send know, us a PDF. Send us a PDF. Yeah. Send us a court order of your. <laughs> Send it. Serve us <laughs> with fax us your stories at with our our local number. No, but Bro, somebody be comes the... to our house and says you've been served, and it's a Reddit post that we need to read. Yeah, yeah we just got served some fucking facts and logic. Dude. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, so fax this no is, printer. This is a listener submission, guys. We got it. We got an email. It's about poop, which I'm it's excited about, about. Poop. This will be a fun one. Yeah. Because this is gonna this is gonna lead to a fight between me and Sarah. No, I'm just 
Can you imagine? This is like the thing that breaks. That would be really fun. That's the thing that breaks us up. The first listener submission. So yeah, this is from Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. And I will I'll send them a message letting you know that it's officially in the podcast. Hell so yeah. Congrats. Congrats, Kelly. You're the first. Congrats, Kelly. You're the reason why this podcast is so damn long. And this is also our first Am I the Asshole? Oh, we've been yeah. trying to avoid we Am, I, we Am I the Asshole. We've been trying to avoid Am I the Asshole because I know every fucking podcast does it. Yeah, we don't want somebody to say that we're like any other podcast. This is our first Am I the Asshole. Yes. Excited. Am I the asshole for harassing my boyfriend about his sociopathic bathroom habits? Personal story. This sounds already so already. If you're saying you're saying your boyfriend's a sociopath, you're losing a little bit of points. Just a little. Okay, all right. Okay. No, <laughs> okay. I don't know. My name is Kelly, 21 female, and recently I learned that my live-in boyfriend, 22 male, shits with the toilet seat up. After what? learning about this shocking discovery, I've been questioning whether I'm actually living with in some sort of fugue state fever dream. <laughs> What's worse is that I also learned that I used to take his shirt completely off in public (laughs) restrooms. And what's even worse than that is that he got completely naked to shit while at home. What the parentheses? He doesn't. He does neither now. Thank God. (laughs) This guy's dope. (laughs) I kind of. I kind of fuck with this. What the fuck? Needless to say, the amount of jokes I have been making has been endless. (laughs) And frankly, I just don't understand why the idea of dropping the kids off at the pool is so complicated or frustrating that you'd need to strip down. Besides trying to puzzle out that mystery, I've also been begging him on the verge of demanding that he stop torturing himself and make fudge with the seat down instead of bouncing on the rim like an animal. Maybe I'm looking too deeply into this. And if he's happy with his situation, I shouldn't pry but I just feel he's doing himself such a disservice and I want him to see the light. Should I let go? How do I, uh, how do I get him to see what an error he's making and mm. give the, into the level of relaxation that comes with the seat? Side note, I am very pregnant with his baby. So maybe oh. my fixation on this is hormonal. Our relationship is great. And he takes my teasing and stride as he have plenty to make fun of me for, of me for too. We are truly best friends and I love this Aww. man to death. This is just so odd. I always get someone I'll also get some initial questions out of the way. That's good, because I, I would have probably had some of these. Okay, sweet. Question one. Why? With five question marks. <laughs> Answer. I feel like the seat is restrictive to the bowl. The hole is too narrow. Question. How long? At least 10 plus years. The, the hole is too narrow? I'm, I'll talk about that. Don't oh worry. Oh, my God. Question. Guy. What about all the nasty stuff on the rim? I clean it before I sit. Thanks, gang. Kelly. Okay, so obvious joke, everyone's shitty here. Second joke. <laughs> Whoa! Have you been holding that in for like days? No, I just came up with it now because wow. if, I, if I had thought about that for days, I would have, I'd be dead right now because, <laughs> because I shouldn't have to think of that joke for days and pretend like it's like. It's the best joke ever. Like, it's the fucking Monty Python no, sketch Josh, where they make the No, Josh, you should have thought thing. of it as soon as you read this. No, I didn't think about that because I wasn't thinking, oh, I gotta, I'm got. i on camera right now. I gotta make a joke about okay, this. Okay, fine. That's, that's my thing. Holy shit. So, okay, I want to tell your boyfriend, go to a doctor. Like, I, there's so something there's, no, going yeah, no, on. That's literally what I thought, too. My first instinct is, if you have to take your... Listen, I think we can all agree... 
that there have been times in our life oh yeah where we've had oh, to yeah. be sh- n- shit naked oh there absolutely. are times where if i'm having the worst shit of my life i will go out of my way take the goddamn shirt off yeah. because i i am sweating up a storm here yes it's going to be bad yeah you need to see a doctor if that's, you if that's need every to... single shit yeah if that's every single time every single shit I mean, maybe uncomfortable. The but hole is too narrow. Like, is your shit like splattering? Like, it's a fucking. Or do you just have a really small toilet? I will say there have been times oh, where I've, interesting. I've, uh, what is it? Not that I've had to go this far, but like, I will say at your old place, what? At your old place, your toilet was small. <laughs> it was <laughs> okay. I, I, I've, I've had, I've thought of, I've remember this now because <laughs> I remember at my old time. house we had. Because yeah, when I was when I was at your house, I I was here on the floor. Like I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, you know, Shit, I should have yeah. got you like a squatty potty or something. That's another thing. <laughs> okay, if you're going to commit to not using the rim, you might as well just squat at that point. Maybe that's what he's doing. I think that's what he's doing. I assume that's what uh, yeah. he's doing. He's putting Be- his bare ass on the rim that doesn't have the cover over it. Yeah, you could buy another cover. That is true. That has yeah. more of a hole. That is true, and that'll probably be more comfortable. Another thing too, maybe um I, I assume this isn't what it is, but there is there are uh places where squatting toilets are kind of like the norm. Oh yeah. So maybe he uh, somehow is used to just squatting. And I think know? maybe it could be one of those things where like you saw it on TV and as a kid you just started doing you it. You just start fucking doing and it. And then yeah. you just, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for your boyfriend. But like if it really is like his shits are so big and so either large or just loose and could go anywhere, he does need to go to a doctor. Yes, no, for sure. That and is that is an actual thing. I want to say this. I know this from experience because I'm the poopinest girl <laughs> who ever lived. Like I, I'm just always fucking pooping. Josh knows this. Yes. I'm always pooping. I, will, I, I think you pooped like two or three times today before I did. we did this podcast. And it's like within maybe 10 minutes of each other, my poops. Yeah. Like. To be fair, we did eat Domino's last night. So, I mean, maybe yeah. that and Taco Bell two nights ago. Yeah. I eat like shit and then I poop a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. I poop a lot. And I will sometimes, sometimes a, a shit is just so dramatic that you got to take yeah, your clothes okay. off, and if man. you're also like, okay, hold on, it I, fits the vibe of the poop. Not only every that, poop has a different vibe, but like, okay, if you're still sitting on the toilet on the rim, right? If you're still sitting on that rim toilet, right? Yeah, there shouldn't be a reason that you have to clean off the rim every time you have to go and sit down. So I think that is there is something wrong because if the poops are so messy, or is he not aiming? Is he treating shitting like pissing, but instead of facing You'd, forward? I feel like you don't have to aim when you shit, other than in the bowl. But what if he does, though? <laughs> That's right. my point. Okay, so, like, what if his shit is so loose that he has to fucking... He has to be as close to the bottom to, like, of the bowl as... like, ass, and then just... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a Gatling gun going mm-hmm. into the toilet. I, I'm yeah. curious. I... I know you gave me questions. I have more questions. Uh, yeah, we have so many more so, questions. Okay, wait, hold on. So, like, okay, I will say it's weird to take your shirt off in public restrooms if you're like at a urinal. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I think this guy is awesome for doing that. Does, does this guy go to like sports games or something, and he has like the paint on him too? Fuck yeah, dude! Like, oh my god, that's a, that's a cool thing. That's but, like that's just a good. That's just a plus for your boyfriend. 
Yeah. So like, I mean, but part of me is, like, I don't know why, but it is. No. Yeah. Part of me is also like, if he's just like vibing, like, I don't know why to stop the vibe of. <laughs> yeah. Why stop the vibe? A weird shit. I mean, that being said, I, I also want to, real quick, I want to make a point that it's it's not just because you're pregnant this is weird it is weird <laughs> it's no weird. it is weird like, yes don't it is. think that don't worry no, do not worry yeah, i mean no, put your insecurities it's a little at rest. weird it's a little weird yeah uh th- and that that being said it's weird but like it's not like killing anyone <laughs> i mean right yeah but like i mean because uh, you know we all live in a society joker you know like it's it's we do yeah i i we live in a society joker i think there's been i as someone who was accidentally sat on like the rim of a toilet, I feel uncomfortable doing it. Maybe he just doesn't like the feeling of having too much room on a toilet. I don't know. Well, I think the point is that it's not enough room. He doesn't want to like shit all over the toilet seat. I think that's what it is. I think he just has really loose poops. And if that's the case, call a doctor. Call a doctor. Call a doctor. I'm worried about you go go to a university school get go into a public toilet and have a bunch of med students watch and figure out what's wrong with you yeah like go in and make the worst noises ever just like go in and just be like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) like scream like scream in the fucking you'll have six doctors yeah tending to your every yeah part of me is just like maybe he's just comfortable with this you know i think so if he's been doing this for 10 10 years years. years. that being said have Show you been him. taking your shirt off every single poop, like from the beginning, like from when you were a child? Would you just take off your shirt? Maybe, yeah. Okay, is so that like a now, thing? Now, I guess we have to because now we're talking about a specific person. They're for sure going to listen to this. Yeah, this is for absolutely. you guys. This, this is, is for, you, for you. I really want give to know. It, give it a chance. Just where if if where, the person that sent this in is listening to this, hand this to your boyfriend. And this is this is the part of the episode where you hand this over to your boyfriend. <laughs> so that's what you gotta do. Get out of here, women. Uh, women not allowed during this segment. This is for boys only. Watch it together. Watch it together. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Why like, can't we have segregation? We got what? <laughs> of the not genders. Okay. Josh, get out. Josh, come on. Get out. Come on. Josh, get out. All right. So hand this over to your boyfriend. <laughs> So yeah, no, but like, okay, so, so okay. like, what the fuck is going Boyfriend, on? Yeah, bud? what's going on, bro? Like, I mean, is this something that like you know that is an issue? Do you, have you IBS? just know it? Listen, and you're just like, this is how you're comfortable with dealing it with it. But like, why wouldn't you tell your tell pregnant your partner, girlfriend yeah. about this medical issue that you have? Do you want your kid to be like you in that aspect of shitting? Well, with listen, a if uncomfortable it's like, thing, if it's not that bad, who cares if there's another toilet shitter out there like this? You know? One becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight, yeah, and, and then, then we gotta stop this. There are dozens of us, dozens, you know? Are, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, guy, if it's that uncomfortable, if it's an uncomfortable thing that you have to take your shirt off, see a doctor. If you're comfortable with it, cool, whatever. But give yeah, it, this is how give you it vibe. a try, you know? Give it, just leave the t-shirt on, you know? Maybe it's not gonna get en- shit on it, maybe, probably, do I don't you know. you enjoy the primalness of, get, of having to shit, squatting, and you just getting into monkey, it. like going monkey, you, you know, reject. Are you, are you, <laughs> reject maternity? Go back to, to monkey. monkey. Yeah. yeah. Do like, you, are you one of those guys that like saw the, the death grips thing and read the interview where they're like, we put our penis on the album cover because it felt very primal and you felt something like that. But with, instead of, but Josh, since you don't this is have Josh a, is describing himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so because of that, you decided, oh, you know what? I can't do that. But, but isn't I there can... like a thing where like you take off all your clothes 
and then you go and like squat in the shower like a monkey and you feel primal. Uh, okay, we're gonna look this up now. All right, we're gonna Google this. We're gonna see how weird this is. I think that's a thing. And like you go and you do that and you just like feel like you're connected to like your monkey ancestors. Do you think primal shitting is gonna bring up any results <laughs> or now? Dude, what if it's a whole subcult? What if you stumbled onto like, what if this boyfriend Wait, okay, so- doesn't know? And there's like a whole subculture about it. We could help you find your people. All right, guys. This is from Bort on Urban Dictionary. Fuck yeah. A primal shit. This doesn't answer our question because now now we know that this is a real primal shit is apparently a, a real enough thing that someone put it up on Urban Dictionary. Hell yeah. But is it this guy? <laughs> is it this no, boyfriend? It can't be this guy. You want to know why? Why? Primal shit. The act of taking one, one's pants off in the midst of a poop. So primal is only when you take the pants off completely. Oh. So, okay, usually when you take a shit, you usually just have your pants around your ankles, right? right. Sometimes you gotta take them off, though. I, there's been plenty of shits where I will take my pants off completely. Yeah. Yeah, because it's uncomfortable. And usually it's usually it's a gradual shift. If it's not, if the waist... It's like, you know you're gonna be there for a long time. And you're just yeah, like, you take okay. the whole pants off. All right, well, and then, oh, it's starting to get uncomfortable, take the shirt off. Or like, you that know, you have sense. to take a shower afterwards. Oh, if you know you're gonna take a shower, just go naked. Just, yeah. You just do Is it. Is your boyfriend taking a shower immediately after pooping? You know, and that was another Am I the Asshole a while ago. There was a guy with what? a shit sock. Be grateful you don't have a shit sock. Yeah, be grateful you know that your boyfriend does not have a shit sock. It was basically like he would buy a new pair of socks, a new thing of socks, then he would go shit and then put the sock over his arm and then wipe himself and then throw the sock away. Gross. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird to yeah. me. And then one day his girlfriend found all of his shitty socks. There's more than one? Yeah, he has to buy a new pair of socks. He throws them up. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Never that mind. That was a very famous Am I the Asshole. I forgot. I don't, I don't look at Am I the Asshole, so I never see I these. I follow the Am I the Asshole Twitter. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> farted. Just farted. Really Excuse loudly. us while we both go shit now. We go shit now, yeah. We're talking about shit makes you really want to shit. I think this is cool. <laughs> I, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know why. I, but also, you're not the asshole. Don't worry. I really vibe with this. I don't know yeah, why. I don't know why you frame this as Am I the Asshole. I guess that's just a common way to put it. No yeah. one's an asshole here. Yeah, no Except for asshole. your boyfriend's asshole, because it's pooping. No, yeah, no, I've yeah. But no, I kind of vibe. And I, I mean, if you guys are joking about it, Bro. like unironically, you guys are cool. Like, like, if you guys love each other to the point where you're both joking about yeah, it, absolutely. yeah, that's you good. Bo you both yeah. are awesome. But Sorry. like at the Third Eye Blind concert, in the middle of semi charmed life, and you're just like, I gotta go take the biggest fucking shit. Imagine how that feels. Going to the bathroom, get in there, only one there, middle stall. Get in there. Middle fucking stall. Take off your <laughs> Take shirt. that fucking shirt. Put the toilet seat up. Fucking squat Hold on the <laughs> edge and just absolutely shoot it off. You know what I mean? Like, All that's while, so... Hold on, wait. Oh. Hold on, hold on. I don't know on. why I vibe with that so hard. So, alright, this is me at the uh, the Third Eye Blind Are concert. you gonna take your shirt off right now? I'm gonna take off this shirt. Okay. So, going in. You know, because I would be wearing this flannel at the Third Eye Blind. You, you actually It was be. a 10 out of 10, yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I'm pissing, holding my hand up. I'm holding up my shirt up. Like you're holding I up your want own. something else to get me through this semi-chop kind of life, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and you just take the biggest fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you take such a, a 
big shit. No, you have to, yeah. That you like, it almost feels like you're like, oh yeah. This is a good one. This is, oh. like I it makes you feel it. like, oh, yeah. yeah. So our advice is also, maybe you, the the Kelly. The girlfriend, maybe you should try it. Maybe you should do all of those. Give it a try. Fuck Give it, it a try. It's a free country. Have you tried it? Have you tried? Have you tried? <laughs> have you tried it yet? He might have found the perfect way to shit, or just buy a squatty potty, or like if it's a comfort thing and it's not just like that the hole is too small, or both. If it is uh, a yeah. comfort thing, go get a bigger hole size. Get a bigger hole top. Get the squatty potty, and then also get like a the furry rim that your oh, grandma yeah. has. For That's sure, every one. grandma has one. this shit. Yeah. Where you put it over the top. <laughs> get a memory foam fucking thing. Yeah, do it. That's yeah. our that's our advice. Yeah. Not the asshole, though. Not the asshole. You guys are joking about it. You're having a good time. That's yeah, good. Yeah, you're both great. And you listen to our podcast. I don't care you what you say. You can't be an asshole, if you, can't you, be an asshole if you write into our podcast. Especially if we say you're the asshole and you'll never listen again. That's true. Yeah. Somebody could be like, I murdered a man. Uh, Am I guys, the asshole? I'll be like, not the asshole. That's fine. We, we will be unbiased in your am I the asshole post, though. Don't worry. If you say something nope, crazy, I'm, not gonna be. I'm gonna fucking go in. No, I'm not gonna be biased. Anyway, send us your... <laughs> send I mean, us I your, will be biased. Send I'm us sorry. in your uh, relationship, things you need advice on, or am yeah. I the asshole. Any stories, and we'll talk about them. Yeah. And we'll get to the bottom of it. We are... Absolutely. We're detectives. We're detectives. I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> uh Josh, what do you want to plug? Because I really actually have to go shit now. I have to shit now, too, actually. <laughs> All right, so my name is Joshua Chinland on Twitter, on YouTube, Joshua Chinland, a guy named JC on Twitch. And uh, a podcast will save this on Instagram, APWSTR on TikTok, APWSTR mm-hmm. Productions on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we're available where all podcasts are, What's and Twitter, Twitter, APWSTR. Okay. And I think a podcast will save this on Facebook group. Eventually. Facebook page. Might be a group, don't worry. No, we already have one. Well, it's gonna be a page, not a group. We ha- already have a page. A podcast will save this. No, oh, okay, then yeah, never yeah, mind. Jesus. Um, fucking. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at s q u i n t o n two seven one. That's s q u i n t o n two seven one, and on Instagram at s q u i n t o n two seven. Cats are trying to fucking get in. Oh my god! And uh, also, uh, we have a buy me a coffee if you want to support us oh monetarily, yeah. and we also have a Patreon. It's one dollar yep. a month, and you get episodes early and without ads, and also maybe uh, extra content some sometimes. Exclusives, I don't know. Yeah. Well, like once a month, a good extra video. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe even not even that. Fuck you. Whatever. And thank you so much for listening. We've thank gotten so many people fucking listening. It's so awesome. It's awesome. We love you all very much. Thank, thank you, you all guys. for supporting us. Yeah, you're all the best. Love you guys. You guys Bye. Are the best. Bye. Love you. Right, we gotta do an after real quick. Oh fuck! Do you just uh, want to be you running off, and then I'm just like sitting here. I thought you have to shit too. Well, yeah, but you have to shit more. I still have to go turn everything off, so I'm still gonna be out here while you go in and take a shit. You know? Damn. So like our shit wasn't like as serious as I thought it was. Well, I mean, your shit looks serious. You're like stomping your feet right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's very serious. Then go shit, and I'll, I'm I'll more find upset. A way to, I'll find I'm a way to do an outro. That you lied about how serious your shit was. Well, I gotta pee, and I do need to pee really badly, but I can hold in my pee for like That's one second. That's fucking different. Go shit, Sarah. Just go take a shit right now. Get, 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 off the, get off the fucking set. Get off the fucking set, Sarah. I'm a feminist. Don't tell me what to do. Get off the goddamn fucking set. I will I fucking I take, uh, turn off this microphone right now. Get off, get off, do it. 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 Get off, do it.
Sean Fork. <laughs> Two hours and 29 minutes on the fucking... <laughs>